I'm Darren. I'm Derek. And, and this, this is, is the, the Double, Double D, D Podcast. Podcast. First episode of 2023. Woo. Hope you guys had a good Woo. New Year. <laughs> Hope you guys had a good New Year. Uh, if you weren't at New Year's Eve's bash, shame on you. But if you were, yeah. it was nice seeing you guys there. That was a great show. Had a great time on New Year's Eve. First time being out at a bar on New Year's Eve. So there was a lot of firsts. It was a party. It was a party. It's always yeah. a party. It's always a party. It's always a party. Now, Double D Podcast about water. Combined, it's always a party. Before we get into the review of New Year's Eve Bash Battle of Order, we do have officially our new sponsor, Dubby. We're about to be all cracked. So basically, if you guys haven't been paying attention, oh, and we have a green screen behind us. So Dubby has been our sponsor now for a couple of weeks, about three weeks or so. And um Basically, W is an energy drink that comes to your house. It's in powder form, like protein powder. So all the wrestlers that are watching, hey, if you like energy drinks, but you don't like the jitters and the crash that it gives you, try W out. Yeah. And if you use code Double D Podcast on W's website, which is W.GG, yeah. you can get 10% off using the podcast or our code Double D Podcast. That's D-O-U-B-L-E-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. It's in the description below. You can just use it there. Discounts. So basically, like I said, W is uh, gives you focus. They did not give me a card to read at all. Gives you focus and energy without the crash or jitters. It has no sugar, fillers, or artificial dyes. And we finally have some to try out. Yeah, good shit. I think we have. I don't know, we don't know. We haven't tried it yet. This is like literally our first time trying it. So we just have some water What's here. This one. I don't know. I just this is Dragon Aid, which is dragon fruit and pink strawberry lemonade. And then this one is called Galaxy. Grenade, which is watermelon, guava, and lime explosion. Yeah. See, that's what we're about to try. That's what we're about to try. Now, if you guys order it, if you guys notice, we're closer to the camera. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've changed a lot. We've changed a lot. So, if you guys, um, you, when you guys order it, it should be come, come in like a tub, but basically you just get some water or you get this nice little shaker, which we're not going to try yet. We're going to we're gonna try this over the next couple of weeks. We use the shaker. But as of now, we're just going to open this sun gun up and we're going to try it out. Did you want to try this one or did you want to try that It doesn't one? matter to me. I kind of really wanted to try this one. You want to try it? Go for it. I don't know why. I just did. Uh, oh, a little nutritional here. facts. Yeah. It's a uh, vitamin C. Vitamin C. Vitamin B3. Vitamin B, vitamin B6. Vitamin B12. Which is uh, meth. Yeah, and I don't know the rest of it. <laughs> Methyl carbon. Or whatever vitamin B12 is, it's got 8,333 percent. So yeah. So that must be all right. Vitamin so this has oh, this has like nootropics in it. If you know anything about nootropics, this comes in a it's really fine powder. But the, the caffeination part is weird because it's come on, you can do it. Caffeine. Should have done this before I opened it. It's caffeine science. I don't know what that science word is. What are you talking about? Caffeine anhydrous. Yeah. Anhydrous. <laughs> anhydrous. That sounds good. I don't know what it is. Neurofactors in this. It doesn't matter what's in it, really. People don't look at that. If, if you're, you're allergic to shellfish or tree nuts or peanuts, don't eat it. Don't drink it. Or drink it. it. Don't eat it at all. It'll kill you. it kill you. Or maybe a trace amount. it kill you. Let's, so am I supposed <laughs> to use this whole thing? I didn't read before I opened it. Uh, so actually, it says there's a certain... Take one packet with B, with 8 to 12 ounces of water. New Year's users... Like 16. Okay, we're just going to use it. It's like 16. It doesn't matter. Just put the fucking thing in there. 
Just put the thing in there. I did what I could, okay? What does it say about New Year's? Do we need to be prepared for this liquid crack? No, it said New Year's <laughs> may wish to assess tolerance with... Oh, I drink Mountain Dew every day. Half a packet. <laughs> Half a packet. But we are... <laughs> I drink Mountain Dew every day. We good. I have Mountain Dew and fucking Monster Red Bull. Hey, we can't be saying those names now. Come on. I drink good stuff. Generic energy drinks. Nasty ass shit that will make you crash in an hour. Have you ever had that? Do you crash off energy drinks? Sometimes. Do you? It just depends. I it depends on how many I drink that day. Sometimes if I drink two of them, three of them, yeah. But if I drink one, I'm usually good. You drink more than one a day? It just depends on the day. Sometimes I'll watch that. I'm on a little trip. That's weird. Okay, so. That's point. <laughs> I was gonna say, so I accidentally dumped a lot on, on the table. That's fine, because we're putting way too much in these anyway, so. Well, we gotta stay, we gotta get ready. We're about to talk about Battle on the Border New Year's Eve Bash. If Mine's the cops white. came in right now, we'd be in so much trouble. Mine's white. <laughs> Mine is white. Oh no. Why is it white? Huh? Why is it white? I don't know. Oh god, this is not going well for me at all. Right, so Shake it like Shake it like that. Like I'm like, mama, I showed you. Yeah. What? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> All right. I think it's good. Let's try this out. This is a hey, little, little bit of cocaine going on there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you got, luckily, you guys can't see it. I poured a lot out. Oh, oh hey. Yeah, they can. The powder tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> that's W energy. You got that cocaine. It's W energy. It's W energy. Don't be spreading false lies. You got that cocaine. All right. I don't know this Smell. Smell test. Ooh, that smells. Kool-Aid. Smells good. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it like I, I had a little bit of powder on my finger because, as you see, it got all over the table, and uh, it, the powder itself actually tastes good, which I was not expected. If you guys do like protein shakes, usually they they suck. All right, ready? Bottoms up. Here's that actually smells like lemonade. A new 2023. Oh, I like it. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. This is a dead, dead serious review. If I didn't like it. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't have tried it. I would have told you. Okay. Here's Dude, the first thing. That is, actually tastes like fucking lemonade. Let me just do that. It's good as fuck. Now you got cocaine on your lap. It's not. It's done <laughs> energy. I tell you what. That I'm is not gonna lie to you guys though. The best the best pre workout I've ever drank. To be honest with you. I'm gonna say. Well, it's pre workout. It can be used. It's it doesn't taste. Energy drink. It doesn't taste fake as fuck like most. I was gonna say it's more of an energy oh. drink than it is anything. But like, yeah, it can be used. It is to avoid those crashes. Like I said, I drink, you know, all the normal energy drinks you see at the store. That's why I liked it. Why is that? Dragon fruit and pink strawberry lemonade. That's there like your two favorite things combined. And I was going to say, this is going to be 100% honest with you. If we didn't like it, we would have scrapped this. And you would yes. not have seen it. So we like it. Get it. W.gg. W.energy.gg. It'll be down in the link in the description. Use our code double D podcast and get 10% off your orders. You can buy starter packs too, can't you? You can. This was basic. This is what a starter pack was. So if you don't, it's really cheap. And if you use our code, you get some off. So if you if you don't know if you'll like it, this is a good option. Plus, you get this cool cup. And like I said, wrestlers out there, people who just train and work out, you get this cool. Now each cup packet makes this like eight to twelve ounces. These are sixteen. 
and it still wasn't too strong. No, it's that's what I was gonna say is that it's it's like a it's a very light flavor. If this this doesn't taste like your normal energy drink, that's another thing too that I like. A lot of energy drinks are really strong. God bless. This is light, you know, very light. It's almost like uh, drinking strawberry lemonade. Mine was it, it, it. Mine was um, as you seen. I had tipped it back a little bit. I couldn't help it. It tastes that good. Watermelon, guava, and lime explosion. I can I'm taste a lot sure of the guava. Is I'm not 100 percent sure either. Good. But it's. <laughs> I tell you what, it is. It's, that's good. It was plain and simple. So make sure you get it. I'm it is a weird it. white color. But it's still cool. The color was off-putting, but let me tell you something, the color doesn't do it justice. I said the fact that they were both white kind of threw me off. But it was good, man. I mean, there's so many different other flavors out there. So so you're going to see this cup in use. You're going to see the different little flavors probably piling around the table. You know, it's going to be nice. (laughs) Yeah, shirts. We're going to buy some t-shirts. That's some good shit. And they're a sponsor. we got to support. And this is a sponsor we can actually get behind, like Anchor. We can get behind Anchor if you guys listen on the audio version. Yeah. You can get behind Anchor. Yeah, we can get behind W. Don't make fun of the way I talk with my hands. But the W, <laughs> you can order on the internet when you work at a gym. Or work out at a gym. And you can go to and get some W energy. Don't shake that. That's so loud. There's no way our audio listeners are getting messed up. Audio listeners, you're not cool. You didn't get to see our ad. You didn't get to see it. They got to hear it. Now. More important. I can't say that because we got some audio listeners that I quite I, enjoy all of them. So. I listen to the audio, so I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Fuck you too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't watch it. I don't actually listen to the audio either. I hate hearing myself talk or watching myself in videos. So anyway, but, the more important thing is, is how did you spend your New Year's Eve? Yeah. I'm sure in hell wasn't with us if you weren't with us. Because if you weren't in Cleves, Ohio at the River's Edge Sports complex well you were doing it wrong okay we had a great new year's eve it was a great show it was a long day for us uh i mean it was honestly like hands down i usually rate the battle on the border shows eh, pretty high scale this one was hands down 10 out of 10 would love to see it happen again yeah going into this show i was legitimately saying that this was like the strongest looking card that they had just going into it. I mean, we, we talked about it before. I mean, obviously, we have a little bit of a bias because we work with Battle on the Border. But even if we didn't, like, bias aside, okay, just bias aside, this looked like the greatest card that they've had yet that we've seen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we've only been, no, we've, all, out of all of them we've seen, yeah, this was the best card. Yeah, and we've only been working on with Battle on the Border for a shorter, a short amount of time, only a year. It'll be a year coming up here soon. So we haven't seen everything, but what from what we've seen, this was the show I was looking forward to the most, 100%, for a lot of reasons, which we'll get to later with our inductee into the Battle of the Border Hall of or into our Hall of Fame. And then we'll start it with uh, the talent alone was... Oh, yeah, the talent the, on the card was great. It was ridiculously good. Just overall, this was the show I was looking forward to the most, and it did not... Not Carson Drake's mom. Good. And it did not, <laughs> and it did not disappoint. So let's start off by getting this out of the way. The the zero gravity tournament had some members in it that were unfortunately due to scheduling issues weren't able to make it. So we had to get some new people in there, right? But that they still made it happen. So it was Dio Salvador versus Justin Xavier. Now, if you guys are longtime listeners of this, you know that we like Justin Xavier on this show so much so that we actually predicted him to win the zero gravity tournament when he wasn't even in it. So yeah, yeah, I know. he has a chance to possibly, possibly be in it. it. <laughs> so again, now I want everyone to know that I have notes here, but um, I'm watching the show and trying it's to take scribblish. 
So yeah. you ain't gonna be able to read it's it. It's chicken scratch. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to I'm, I'm gonna try to remember what I was thinking at the time. It's been a little bit less than a week by this point. So it's a lot of scribblish. We're just gonna try to get behind this. First off, the memory. Just off of the top, fans are definitely behind Justin Xavier. Fans love Justin Xavier. We Who love doesn't Justin love Xavier. Justin Xavier. And it's a real question. I, I've never seen Diaz <laughs> Salvador wrestle, so I was extra, excited to see him wrestle. I was excited to see him get in the ring, but yeah. I was obviously behind, everyone was behind. Justin Xavier. I was going to say, I was behind him. So the winner of this moves on to the Zero Gravity Tournament later on. So it kind of gives some of the people who have moved on, like Carson Drake, Jaden Jett, it gives them some upper hand because... He still should have been disqualified. But yes. Because they don't have to wrestle before. But hey, yeah. if you want to win a title, this is the best way to do it. So... Like Carson Drake wouldn't last if he had to wrestle before. Early on in the... Early so, on, I mean, you just, you just give, don't give him too much credit. He would have been out of breath. By the time his ass got in the ring the second time. Early on in so. the show, earlier on in the match, Salvador was accusing Justin Xavier of cheating by pulling his hair, saying stuff like that. I did not see it. Um, and Salvador was ducking Justin Xavier by walking around on the outside of the ring. I mean, there had been some action inside of the ring at this point, but early on in the match, Salvador was trying to get you breather, you know, trying to get out of the ring, ducking him a little bit. That's how I that's how I worded it. Um, he did catch Xavier off guard to regain some offense. There was a two count on Xavier, so it was really close for Dios. It was really close. There was a big chop on Salvador, followed by an eye poke. So that did not help. Followed by a cheat. So Sal well, Salvador's just using his resources, some would say. All right, Carson. There was a big <laughs> kick by Xavier, which let him regain some control. Salvador did two of the three amigos. If you don't know what the three amigos is, look up Eddie Guerrero three amigos. He did two of the three amigos before he flipped the crowd off and then went to something else. Uh, there was a two count on Salvador after a big move by Xavier, and then a top rope move by Justin Xavier gave the win to Justin Xavier. He's moving on. Gravity. Zero gravity tournament. So at this point, now again, again, the match was so much better than what I'm giving it justice for. But I just want to make sure that everybody knows, like at this point. When once he wins, once Justin Xavier wins, we're fully behind Justin Xavier. Yeah, the nobody podcast fully takes the responsibility of calling this match. We called it before it <laughs> was even announced. Like, there was no so, chance it was going to happen. We knew he was going to be in it regardless, guys. Yeah, so see, we, we weren't wrong. We predicted the future. So yeah, yeah, just yeah. we weren't wrong. We weren't wrong. We just know. We just knew it was going to happen. We knew that there we were going to be some everybody else. We knew. We already. Knew. We already <laughs> Already for anybody. Uh, Nobody ever predicted Justin Xavier would be back in the zero gravity. But match. we did, damn it. But we did. Yeah, that makes us awesome. So now we're moving into our awesome. second match. Oh. <laughs> moving into our second match of the zero gravity qualifying matches. This is between Piper GK Fam, which we got to review doing Cincy Wrestling. Yes. Against Party Mike, who we've also got to review doing Cincy Wrestling. But this is our first time that we seeing actually got to person. see them in person wrestle live. So this was very exciting for us. I was really looking forward to seeing Piper GK Fam his match in Cincy Wrestling, where he actually had a tag team match with Party Mike <laughs> because his partner wasn't able to make it. So this is kind of interesting to see. It's something a little bit different. The crowd was definitely very split between the two. There was 50-50, where there was a good amount of the crowd was rooting for Piper, and there was a really good amount of the crowd that was rooting for Party Mike. So it was 50-50. So there's really no home field advantage. I basically, I always like to mention who's rooting for who, just to let you know what the wrestlers are up against. Because I think people, I don't even know this for sure, but I would imagine that being in the ring and hearing the other opponent's name, your opponent's name being said, has to play into your psychology a little bit. That pissed me off. Right, it would. <laughs> that would piss me off. If I heard the other opponent's name, I'd be out there flipping everybody off too. 
kind of don't right. blame them. Exactly. <laughs> I kind of don't blame them. So Piper is basically doing the same thing early on in the match that Dio Salvador was doing earlier, where he's kind of ducking Party Mike by getting out of the ring quick. Unfortunately for Piper, he walked into an elbow. Didn't actually walk into it, but he walked into an elbow, if you know what I'm saying, by Party Mike, so he can't dodge him anymore. Yeah. Big offense early by Party Mike. It's not looking good for Piper here early on, but Piper, he's running from party Mike and then he finally kicks someone re-entering the ring. So they're on oh. the outside of the ring, running he was Piper was running from him and then Piper gets into the ring real quick. Party Mike follows and then a big kick and that changes the tide of the matchup completely. Piper then flips off the crowd before some good offense against Mike. Very close to count on party Mike. I mean it was I mean I had to do the bell. I had my hand on the bell. I was close. There was about to be some pretty pissed off people. I had, I had my hand on the button. <laughs> it was about to go. Down. It was like, oh, that was close. Yeah, it was. I was close. Close to count. He was arguing with the fans, arguing with the referees. Piper is who I'm talking about. He was. He was certain that was a three. And certain members of the crowd were really not a fan of Piper. I mean, there were some people here who just. I mean, and Piper kind of did it to himself. Listen, I don't know Piper GK fan personally. I don't know. I, this is the first show seen I'm a fan. I'm a fan of <laughs> I'm a fan. But I got to tell you, there were some people here who just really did not like Piper. And I'm also a fan of Party Mike, though, because they're both just good. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I mean yeah, that whole match was just fantastic. So Piper's distracted by yelling at the fans and, and arguing back and forth with them. So Mike was able to get some offense in because of that, because Piper was so distracted. This is what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So distracted by the fans yelling on someone else's name. So kind of fuckered him up a little bit. Mike is able now to get on the offense. Had a close two count after a nice power bomb. Mike did. Had a nice, uh, very close two count. Power bomb isn't exactly what you would expect to see in a zero-gravity tournament, but that could work to party Mike's advantage if he were to win and move on. It would really help his advantage being able to do something like a power bomb. Because on you know basically the only one that could really do a power bomb outside of himself is Carson Drake. That's and because that, that they're oh. So it's a little bit different. So it would be like no. it's the only two people you could possibly see. He was overweight too. I don't think he was. I, I don't think he was. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was. Uh huh. But even if he was, it doesn't matter because why is this even a zero gravity match? Overall, why is it zero gravity? Mike got thrown into a post that inside of the ring. Weight. His shoulder sank. I should be in it. 230 pounds. Put me in. Coach. Mike's not <laughs> Mike's not overweight. We'll get to Carson Drake later, but we'll but Mike's not overweight. He he hit the weight limit. I mean he didn't want to put him in this match if he didn't. But it doesn't matter ultimately because Mike uh unfortunately lost the yeah, match. He didn't, get if you didn't hear me Darren was talking and mumbling the whole time. What I oh, said God. was what I said was is that they're in the ring and Mike had his shoulder rammed into the uh, yeah. ring post. On the inside of the ring, so Piper GK fam moves on. So now the field is set as such. Just let me move on so I make sure I get these things right because I don't want to be. Field is such as such. I don't want to be that well, kind of guy. Right. I don't want to get anybody wrong. It was library zero <laughs> gravity tournament. But well, I, we've been wrong before. Don't want to be wrong again. Now is Carson Drake, Piper GK fam, Avery Hurst, Jaden Jett, and Justin Xavier in the zero gravity tournament finale. Yes. So. Who do you think is going to win at this point? At this point, I'm rooting for Justin Xavier. GK fam. You're rooting for GK fam. So see, at that point, when I found out he won, I was kind of rooting for GK fam because I don't know. I wanted Justin Xavier to win, but I wanted just or GK fam to win too. Because right. it's, it's kind of like here, but them two, I found out they're. I, I, I like them both. I'm surprised really you well, like so Piper. 
He, he's entertaining as hell, and he's really good at what he does. Well, of course he is. I'm not saying he isn't. <laughs> I never take anything away from anybody's talent. I'm cool with bad guys as long as they're not this, not the double D podcast, Carson. Um, <laughs> well, or Ledbetter. Um, but, but I mean, you're going to try to call it double D podcast now. Mm-hmm. We don't have some problems. But, no, GK fan put on a fantastic show. Party Mike put on a fantastic show. Of course. But there Do was you just, Salmon or Justin Xavier? Yeah, so far the show's a fantastic show, but there's just two that conveniently made it into the uh, zero gravity division that I couldn't pick who I wanted to win. Yeah, it was yeah. hard for me. Now, to be fair, I was so, going to say, to be fair, up until this point, I was rooting for Avery Hurts, but only because we made a mistake by saying Justin Xavier was moving on when he, in fact, did not move on earlier yeah. on. I'm now rooting for Justin Xavier, so that way I can say, oh, I called it. I'm Nostradamus or whatever. But you know? deep, deep down, we let we Avery Hurts. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> we'll get to that later. We, You know how much we love you. We, there are certain wrestlers that we can't hold back on. If we like you, we like you. Yes, and if we don't, but Darren and Carson Drake, we don't. Yeah, we don't. Time for this next yeah, go. I don't know if we do. We nine, nine minutes. Nine minutes. Gonna be a long, this is a long match. Just we have a lot to say about this one. Oh, let's just take a quick break. Well, but we could jump back to the um, before times. Yeah, let's just take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that was going. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be right And we are back on another episode of the Double D Podcast. We are back, and we are going to be talking <laughs> about match three. Yeah. By the way, if the audio one. sounds different, our microphones died. So yeah, they did. Just live with it. I'm audio not feeling my butt. I'm just trying to raise my chair. I'm too low. Audio listeners probably sound the same. They definitely sound the same. I am fat. <laughs> but the uh, video listeners, it might be a little bit different. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work on that. Still right, amateur. Right, being taller than you. It's the only time you're taller than me. Level down so we're equal. It doesn't look... <laughs> well, you're in the chair. You don't have to fuck your posture up. But... It's like, all right. All right. This next one wins our very coveted match. Very coveted. Very coveted <laughs> match of the night award. Congratulations. Everybody knows that everybody cares about... I can eat and clap. There you go. Everybody <laughs> cares about the Double D podcast's opinions because we mean so much to everybody. This That's a lie, by the way. So let everybody yeah. know. So, but everybody anyway, hates us. Our, our match of the night goes to Anthony Katina against Eric Surge. And we talked about Eric Surge in the past. Eric Surge was in a tag team match at the Aurora Farmers Fair. This is our <laughs> first time seeing Anthony Katina, but Anthony Katina has been involved on AEW Dark. So he's someone who's a little bit established. Um, very fantastic wrestlers. This was definitely match Hands of the down. night by far. I mean, we wrote it down. This was this was our favorite match of the night, and it was something that's a sleeper. I would have noticed. I was it. just about to say it's like a sleeper match. Every single time that we say this is match of the night, it's almost always a sleeper. The only exception I can think of is Matt Taylor and Aaron Williams, where we were told by Denim himself that this was going to be a, a match we're going to want to watch, and we were not let down. This one we had but no. It was a sleeper at the beginning, though. It, it was. Like, we didn't expect that one to happen. It was, and, and we did not expect this one either. And in, in fairness, again, this is the first time seeing either of these two. What's that? This? Yeah. That's an extra shirt I accidentally bought um, oh. on Christmas, so now it's just chilling on the table. Because nice. I have nowhere else to go with it. I'll anyway, <laughs> thank, I was say thanks for completely ruining the flow of what we were doing. But Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's get to the match now. 
Anthony Anthony Katina and Eric Sturge. First off, Anthony Katina comes out and trips over a ledge. For people who don't know um, about what River's Edge looks like, there's a little ledge that these wrestlers have to just. It's got grass. Traverse over. It's a soccer field, so it's got goals on each end. Yeah, and then. It's got a bunch of weird lines. I don't know what soccer lines are, so it's got those. It's got big panels of glass that cover the whole front. The real nice wall in the back. And then it's like a hockey entrance. Yeah, they have like on a little, the side. little bench Behind area us. where all the players will sit. And there's a little ledge that you have to make it over. Last time we were in River's Edge. It's actually a pretty good size ledge. It is. No, it is. <laughs> I, I, I almost, say it's a little ledge. I almost tripped over it last time. We no, were there, so. I was going to say, it's a little, I say a little ledge, but I mean a ledge, but it's big enough where anybody can trip over it. I mean, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Anthony Gatina tripped over it. My can you believe this guy made me restart his music? He did. I mean, well, I should have done. I mean, I mean, listen, you got to know what the ledge looks like. I mean, in your defense, I will give you that. You got to know what the ledge looks like. Um, he tried it the second time. He successfully, he made, successfully it made it. I was surprised. I figured we were going to have to walk him over like a kindergartner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're going to have to hold his hand like he yeah, goes, There's a ledge. Just walk get, over it. Get on the ledge. <laughs> but uh, so he finally was able to get over the ledge and he's making his entrance. And this guy automatically makes people hate him because he kicked the little kid's ball away from him. The little kid had a ball. I don't blame him. I would have too. Kicked the little kid's <laughs> ball away from him. I mean, this guy is just a jerk. Anthony Katina then goes on to call Serge the weakest man in the arena. Mind you, that's a big mistake. That was a very, very big <laughs> mistake. Because let me tell you right now, plain and simple, he's just not. No. Eric Serge is probably, almost definitely, 100%, the most powerful person. You know how the basketball players spin a basketball on their finger? Yeah. Eric Serge could probably pick Anthony Katina up to spin him on his fucking finger. Anthony Katina. Anthony Katina. <laughs> I don't want to take away from Anthony Katina. He's a, he's a big dude, too. He's tall, muscular. I mean, I'm not taking away Eric Serge is like, oh. Eric Serge, <laughs> double A national. He he's got turned sideways, just walked through the door. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's fucking ripped. He's a big dude. Uh, NCAA national champion in wrestling. So this guy's serious. Yeah, don't wanna, he's don't the beast. This guy. Um, Katina also called Serge fat. Serge is not fat. Um, Carson Drake is not Serge. This is all just going to piss Serge off. Really not understanding Katina's mindset here. I mean, I think his idea is, oh, let's just, we're going to piss him off, get to his mind, yeah. you know, and try to play mind games. Not very smart to do. Not with Eric Serge. He also called Cleves a toe fungus, the whole town itself. He also said that all the fans had buck teeth. So, and the that's coming from a guy that comes from Texas. Well, yeah, he is. Texas is the buck teeth. Usually. And Kentucky. How Cleves? Sorry, well, Kentucky had to throw you off. <laughs> well, I don't know, but he did. So um, while he's doing this, I mean, mind you, the match has started at this point. So they're in the oh, ring, yeah. and Katina is yelling this to the crowd. And while he's distracted, Serge tries to get a quick pin, covers him up. One, two, kicks out. But it was almost yeah. done. And I can tell you what, I mean, I would have been happy just because Katina was being a jerk. But I'm also happy he kicked out because we got to see the match of the night. That would have been the, probably the fastest match of the night. <laughs> it would have been by far. <laughs> Katina immediately jumped up and slapped Serge, which again just pisses him off a little bit more. Fucked up. His whole yep. smacking. <laughs> his whole mindset coming into this was just to piss Serge off, which was not smart. No. So Serge obviously got mad at this, and he started his offense against uh, Katina. Katina tries to get away by going to the outside, but Serge was able to catch him and starts beating him up. Katina kicks the rope, and Serge is trying to get back into the ring at some point. So we tried it. What was it? The uh, Sean Bossman called it the the, cr- the crotch. 
destroyer or something. Where they take him and put him up on the thing. And no, yeah, that's different. Yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. No, this is where he's. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is where continues. Uh, Surge is trying to get back into the ring in between the ropes and then continues kick, to kick get the cheap shot. So it's cross destroyer number. Three. <laughs> it's basically the same damn thing. Yeah, it definitely hurts. Like his, his legs are definitely like in the middle of the rope, and the ropes like you know where. Yeah, and Katina kicks it. Yeah, and you yeah. got to think if you're a man, especially, that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. A lot. So Katina continues to be rude to the crowd. Um, he continues to insult Surge the whole the whole time. I wrote down right here, sleeper match of night is what I wrote down because that's what it was. I mean, going into this match, I was already excited for it. But I 100% back that. Yeah, that, that's so facts. When to go back just a second, just to put paint this oh. picture. <laughs> Anthony Katina, when he came out, came out with a picture of himself, which uh. is... It's pretty self-centered to do. One of the fucking headshots. Too. One of those headshots. <laughs> I don't know if he's expecting an agent to be here, you know, like a, like a wrestling agent expecting, or maybe like, I don't know, who knows what he's well, expecting. He thinks he's fancy. He thinks he's fancy, and he brought it out with him. So he grabbed this picture of himself while Serge was on the ground, and he places it on Eric Serge. Yes. Goes to the top. Jumps off. But Serge oh! moves. Serge moves. That was not smart. Anthony Katina hits the goddamn floor. Hits the goddamn floor. <laughs> and after that, Surge pins him. One, two, three, and it is over. Done. And not doing this match enough justice because overall this was a great match. And the, the, you can tell by my notes I was really into it. I wrote a lot down, but it's just, such little things. If you guys were there, you would have been. When we do so. these reviews, we're just trying to let you know what you missed so in the future you can get there. I'm not going to spoil everything for you. What do you yeah, think? Especially this is? when you can come to the next show. Which we'll get that to later. In a little bit. So, this was match the night after this. Serge grabbed a beer and drank a beer. Grabbed a Bud Light. Hey, drank a beer. He was given a Bud Light by the fans. He was. I mean, the fans definitely won. People were won over by Serge. And I got to tell you again, both of these guys, fantastic wrestlers, outside of just, just breaking, like, you know, the character a little bit here. Great wrestlers, both of these guys. Want to see him in a, uh, I was going to say in AEW, I do. But I want to see him in <laughs> a battle on the border, border more. <laughs> And I hope we get to see them more. Eric Surge, especially Anthony Katina. I remember Dave. I remember Eric Surge's debut. That mm-hmm. was yeah, it was one show ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> At least I think. I'm pretty sure it was. It was uh, the one in um, Aurora. I said Aurora, Aurora, yeah. It's tag team match. Yeah, it was. That was his debut. So, again, sure. I, I don't, I'm going into as much detail as I can. I'm remembering more from memory, but like I said, I'm trying to paint a picture so you guys want to come to shows. I'm hoping I'm doing justice. Then you got the actual match of the night. And I was going to say, no, this one, I actually, <laughs> this I, is I, the match I actually even night. wrote this down. Now, at this point, actually, I was a little bit distracted, not because of the match, but because of other reasons. I was distracted by the match. He was. I, <laughs> I was distracted for other reasons, talking to some people. So I didn't get as much down, but this was a match that I was actually looking forward to probably the most. My paper would have looked less than that if I was taking notes. Yeah, I would have, got, <laughs> would have got way more down in this. But this was one of the matches I was actually looking forward to the most coming into this one because there was a UK title involved, which sounds really cool. It was a UK uh, TV title, UK women's TV title held by Shauna Reed, who was making her return finally back to Battle on the Border after being gone for a while. Which was nice. Fun fact, first time we actually ever went to a Battle on the Border show, Shauna Reed was there. It was the last time that we had seen her, I believe. Pretty sure she was she was, she was facing uh, Melina Saka on that first one, wasn't she? No. No, it was somebody else. I, I apologize. I don't remember who it was. The second time I seen her was a triple threat match with her, Melina Saka, and Ari Alexander. And then Malia Saka won there. Mm. That's when, I, and that was the last time I had seen her. And since then, we haven't seen her. Now she's back. Obviously, oh, yeah. she's been doing some traveling. She she's UK Women's TV title. 
holder. So she's been doing some traveling. She's got a lot of under her belt. Um, you guys are friends with her, a follower on Facebook. You can, you can, I you know, recommend you go follow her. We're the only ones that follow people on Facebook. Well, I'm just kidding. But partially part of my job now. You guys should probably be doing that too. You should go over there. Uh, she also has a YouTube channel. You should go check out. I was actually watching one of her videos and she described her 2022. It was a rough 2022 for her. So I hope 2023 is better for her. Yes. Let me tell you something. This match did not, again, did not disappoint. None of the matches did. This was the best match of the night. Shauna Reed was arguing (laughs) with the crowd. By the way, also offshoot here, best entrance of the night as far as music goes. 100%. I like well, that, that because she did cool little shits where she walked in the ring and then by the way, this is this is I, I forgot to mention what the match was. It's Judy Ray. Judy Ray versus Shauna Reed was the match, by the way. I just want to yes. point that out. Uh we said Judy Hendrix, her name is Judy Ray. And she was already in the ring. Yes. And then Shauna Reed comes out, gets in the ring like normal. And does this cool little fucking jumps in the air, cross her legs, and slams on the ground right in front of her. Yeah, and then just does this little tilted head, like smile or stare. Yeah, it's pretty fucking weird shit, but it's cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Sean Reed was arguing with the crowd in the net. At some point, a fan called her something other than Shauna. I don't remember what they called her, but I wrote it down because every I think it was Cheyenne or something. They called her something wrong. Get respect. Put respect on Sean Reed's name. You getting her name wrong? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea to move that. Damn it. <laughs> um, I even wrote down here best match of the night by Darren because he looked over at me while the match was going on. I was like, best match of the night. <laughs> Mind you, I've been drinking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, our sound guy drinking. Real, real responsible. I did a good job, still didn't I? We'll get to that later. Uh-huh. Action. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to get to that later. Action ended Damn. up. Action. It's your fault. Action ended up going to the outside. The fans were definitely behind Shauna this whole match, which was kind of interesting considering that it seemed like she they should like she was hated. But the thing is here, like it's I think fans were more just excited to see her back. And it, it was no offense to Judy Ray. She ha, uh she did very well in this matchup as well. It was a great okay, I like her I like her uh, overalls. Yeah, man, she's got the country gimmick going. Oh, yeah, she came I out like Tyler that. Childers. I mean I, I like that a lot. It was a great <laughs> it was a great it was a great matchup between these two. Um, there was a lot of hair pulling and stomping from Judy Ray, and that was just not going to be able to get it done against someone like Shauna Reed. I mean, you go over the seas, over over the seas, you go over the seas, yeah. You go overseas and you're and you're winning titles overseas. Over the seas, you got to do more than that. Now, granted, she did do a little bit more than that, but it wasn't enough to get the win. The winner and continuing her title reign, Shauna Reed retained her title. Congratulations. <laughs> To Shauna Reed. Hopefully, we get to see her back very soon. Yes. I would like to see a little rematch between her and Malia Saka. I would like to see that. Yes, like we have not seen Malia Saka in a while, so I would love while. for her return. It's been a while because I really little... enjoyed watching Malia Saka. Yeah, she's, yeah, and this I think would make the most sense between these two. But there's the women's division in a a dumb. I almost did it again. Battle on the border. <laughs> he is division. a dumb. The women's division <laughs> in battle on the border. It's, it's growing, and, and I like to see that. Women's wrestling is really, I mean, like, what you see on TV on, on Monday nights, Friday nights, Wednesday nights, women's wrestling is growing. It's nice to see. Fantastic to see. Well, I mean, yeah, it is. But, I mean, I'm also but, I mean, talking, like, just from a skill point of view. How about midgets, though? That would be awesome. Micro wrestling. <laughs> micro wrestling is badass. I follow micro wrestlers on fucking YouTube. I almost got to see a micro wrestling <laughs> show when I went to uh, Gatlinburg. Uh, Sean Bossman was actually there. He, he's how I found out about it, but it was... Three hours away from Gatlinburg. 
I thought it was closer for some reason. That'd have been cool shit. You seen Bo- Sean Bossman over at uh, Micro Wrestling? Yeah, he was there the same weekend that me and my family were down there in Gatlinburg. That's dad, cool. Me, dad, and uh, my uncle and my grandpa actually thought about going, and then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, well, it's three hours away. Can't do that. <laughs> I do, in fact, have a Florida trip coming up. So we're going to have to cover that later on in March. Well, that'll be in March. <laughs> later on in March. <laughs> Months away. What are you talking about? But I was able to get off for work. All I had to do was turn in a note. Well, that's, congrats. That, that's good. Oh, I got a job. <laughs> Congratulations, Darren. How do you feel about your new job? I tell you, that first week is it's tough. Yeah, that it makes is. me work out. If you can't tell, I'm a little fat. <laughs> so, I mean, the working out's a little tough. All right, it's it's not bad. So it's now bad. we're into the intermission part. So the first question that I have here in the intermission is, yes, please call me. Okay. Okay. It's a, I don't it's know why a, I was reading. I see you go like that, so I just did it too. I wasn't, I wasn't reading it. It's a customer. We're good. Because <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I'm said. selling headphones. I'm selling my old pair of headphones because I got my smaller ones that are a hell of a lot better. Ones that are too damn bulky. Right. Have you ever had the headphones where you put them over your face, over your head, and you're like, man, what the fuck? These things are huge. I'll tell you what I so miss. You take them off, and then you get the small ones, you're like, man, that's right. That right. works. Yeah. I'll tell you what I miss is the, I like that this microphone works. Especially when we have multiple people, so we I miss share this. microphones. But I miss having the actual microphone, the headphones. It felt more professional. Mm-hmm. I like this setup a lot more. The closer, the green screen. We're going to eventually be able to put stuff behind us with the green screen. But eventually, also want to up, upgrade from this back to this. But wireless. Yeah, I, there's things we want to do. I want to get my. Our, I want our microphones back. I like the microphone being there. I like the headphones. I like having the unit in front of me. Being able to control stuff. Yeah. I want to get a sound effects board. We had the cool ass sound effects on. Yeah, we had that the first couple episodes. Uh, I plan on mixing up a um, uh, an intro, intro, a double D podcast intro. Yeah. Badass. I'm going to be working on it. It's going to take a little bit of time. So <laughs> you got to give me a little bit of leeway on that. But I plan on, because I'm a DJ, so I plan on DJing up a little bit of. Something for an intro. I mean, we got big plans. Anyways, well, let's get back to the main task. The real question is so now we're at intermission. And the real question is, Darren. Well, while we're at intermission, I'm going to take intermission real quick. Hold on. <laughs> well, we're not done yet. I, the first question involves you. And oh, this is a big Lord. part. This is a big part. Just wait. You can, your bladder can pop Oh, okay, okay. This, okay, is, okay, big okay, part. Okay. this is kind okay, of the okay, most important part for us. Yeah, that's right. I got my fucking microphone wrecked. Yes. Yeah, so here's the thing. <laughs> I wrote this down, and this is a legit question. You're talking right now about upgrading microphones here. You're talking about upgrading <laughs> sound here. The real question is, Is are you going to upgrade the microphones for Battle on the Border? Because I have to. The worst thing that happened to the whole show was that Darren's microphone stopped working in the middle, and we had to use a short microphone. find out why. And it was the last match of the night, so it wasn't in the middle. Well, it was messing up before this, but that was we figured out that problem. This one got fucking wrecked, but I'm going to tell you why. Don't worry. No, that's not why, and we know that's not why, but we'll have that argument later in a second. Anyways. Most important thing is that Darren sucks at sound. We figured that out now. Fuck you. So, you I mean, better than he did, he did fine with the entrance music. He played everyone. Well, did I not music. have a backup? You played it. Yeah, you did. And Rick said that was cool. You got a backup. You were ready. You plugged her in fast. You are good to go. Just so fuck you. For the, ne- for the next show. Rick maybe, said I was good. So maybe you. for the next show. Rick said I was good. Fuck you. Maybe Rick's, for the Rick's next show. Just get the get the microphone working. I'm gonna have to get the I'm gonna have to get the real expensive one and then put like a rubber coating around it. <laughs> because this <laughs> my, these microphones never left their case. I'm actually gonna go on Amazon and put a badass review because that was bullshit. Bad review. Did you say badass reviews? No. Oh yeah, it's just a terrible fucking. It's like a okay. nasty review. Let's get but professional. Anyways, let's get to 
the task in hand, Derek. Stop throwing me off. My big thing is here. No, I just wanted to ask that question because I wrote it down because I thought it would be funny to bring up. It was embarrassing, but <laughs> I corrected it. I had my backup microphone, and we were able to continue the show for the fans, and that's all that matters. It does. It does. I was just giving, so. you, giving you a hard time because you made a mistake. I have to call you out for it. I didn't make a mistake. It was an equipment failure. It was. No, no, I know. I know. It was. No, that wasn't the reason, and I can't even explain it, it because we haven't got there It yet. worked after that, though. No, no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there was some lightning thumbs going on. I'm talking about afterwards, and then it, <laughs> yeah, it Rick stopped. Yeah, Rick fucking lightning thumbs. It was, the microphones were really weird. Yeah, there's You click them once, and it mutes. You click them again, and it's active. But you have to look at the little symbol on it. Yeah. But if you, if you're like, in the midst of the moment, like Rick Toms, he's an announcer announcing in front of all these fans. So he's not going to be sitting there staring at the microphone trying to click and see if it's. Yeah, we just got to get. <laughs> we just got to get simpler microphones. Yeah, these so, are and yeah ones that are reliable. I think I hope I can get them fixed, to be honest, because I really like these microphones. Yeah, for weddings I think they work, but I think for I, I know you don't like the wired microphones. I'm not going to do a wire, but I think it's wireless. I know, but Rick Toms likes it. I like it. Then I know. I so, know. I understand, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, this is all. I'm just saying. Wireless, you know it'll work. Wireless, you're taking a chance, is all I'm saying. Now, wireless, you know it'll work, and wireless, you're taking a chance. Wi- wired, <laughs> wired, I meant to say wired, you know it'll work. Wireless, you're taking a chance, is all I'm saying. But then I'm taking that risk of, uh, say you got the, because you can get extenders for the, like, long-ass cords. So I got plugged into my adapter, right? Yeah. So say you got it all the way stretched, what, like 30 feet? Yeah. What well, if this little random kid comes running through, kicks it, knocks my gear off, pulls the microphone out of his hand? The whole thing's a catastrophe because then my mic, my, my, my freaking at that point speakers are connected to the to the head unit, so my head unit gets ripped out, my computer gets tossed off, my speakers come to the ground. Rick Thomas is falling off the damn <laughs> thing because the microphone's dragging him off. There's a whole lot that can go wrong with a wired microphone. I promise. <laughs> this is worst case scenario. I was gonna so say, you gotta think it, of the worst. Crap. At this point, what if an asteroid hits the fucking place that we're at? I mean, you're kind of talking like ridiculous. I'm I just twelve hundred dollars. None of these matters. None of these matters. This is all gonna get cut out of the podcast. None of these matters. You got so sidetracked. The and most important. Part, the microphone is the thing because that's a funny segment. The most. <laughs> the most important part. Of the show. This is going to be a five-hour podcast at this point. We're only 22 minutes. The mo- well, the most important part of the show, in our opinion, or in our very humble, not at all opinion. And you guys are about to find out some information that we hinted at for a long time. Is that we got to induct somebody into our Hall of Fame. Now, granted, our Hall of Fame is new. It is meaningless, completely, completely honest. It's not. It means something. <laughs> but it is our way of showing gratitude to people who deserve it. I gotta say that the, the recipient 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 was very happy with this award. He was no, absolutely. He was very happy with this, and award. that's ultimately all that matters. Um, so yeah, we were we got told we were not told how this was going to work out in uh, advanced. It was told when the show started, basically that this was how it was going to roll down. Uh, originally, we had a plan of just doing it before the show, yeah. after the show. Doing a little segment here, putting it on, but no, and then it was so intermission. We got told that after intermission, that we would be going. I would be going into the ring and inducting this member into the Hall of Fame. So first off, I want to make this very clear. A uh, huge shout out to everybody who cheered for us when we yeah. when we got to go into the ring. 
uh, meant a lot. Uh, there were people who watched. There were some people who said they were going to become subscribers afterwards. Yeah. And we gained subscribers we did. afterwards. So thank so you to everybody you. who uh, showed any support. Even if you haven't watched an episode, this is your first episode. If you have watched yeah. an episode before. Stick around, they'll get better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around, they'll get better. We will argue about microphones every episode, I promise. <laughs> So thank you for everybody who showed support, and also thank you to Battle on the Border for giving us this opportunity. Yeah, and they gave us awesome chance. So I've never had a chance to induct somebody into a double D podcast Hall of Fame. Right, very cool. So our <laughs> first thing that I want to point out is that when you get into a ring, uh, for anybody who hasn't been into a professional wrestling, I haven't. I, I have it up to this point either. The ropes are a little bit taller than I originally either. thought. So when I was up on the apron, I took this little second. I don't know if I've even told you this. Where I took the, I got up on the apron when Rick Thomas is explaining what's about to happen. And I'm, I, I take this little like second to look at the ropes. I'm like, damn, I gotta get my <laughs> damn, I got really hyped this thing. Up. I was able to get up there and uh, I got in the ring and did a little thing. It was all from um, you know just coming off the top of the head. So hopefully it made sense to people. I don't even really remember. Good. <laughs> I don't even really remember what I said because I was kind of in the moment. Crack some jokes. I liked it. I tried I my best. Some good. Yeah, and I didn't mean this. I remember. I do remember saying this when I asked if anybody watched, and there was some people. There was actually a decent amount of people who raised their hand, and there yeah. were some people who did a little bit of cheering. Yeah. And uh, I said something. I said, "Well, we got to get those numbers up." <laughs> we got to get those numbers. <laughs> what up. I meant to say was, "Thank you for subscribing and watching." <laughs> we still got to get them numbers. We need to get the numbers. Yeah, up. I agree with that statement. So then I had the honor of inducting our first member into the Hall of Fame and the first member of our Hall of Fame is none other than the owner and promoter of Battle on the Border, Denim Blevins. Denim Blevins. Congratulations, Congratulations buddy. Uh, been on the podcast the most. He's been on the most. He's given us a lot of opportunities. Yes. Any interview that you see here on this channel is because Orchestrated of him. He sets him. it up. He's become a really close friend of ours um, outside of uh, the wrestling world, so I want to thank him for being such a nice person and being able to give us so much opportunity, living out sort of a dream here with us. And he's been, like I said, nothing but nice to us. And that's and not only that, but anybody we've ever interviewed on this show has been, um, besides Carson Drake, Sergeant Ledbetter, have been very nice. We don't like them. Have been very nice and respectful. And he has been on the most. And uh, you know, so we just wanted to, to thank yeah. him. And this will be Eat a yearly, it, Carson. This will be a yearly. Eat it. This will be a yearly <laughs> thing where we always induct somebody. So. Um, while so so I gave him the award and he he shouts us out a little bit and that was very nice of him. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to make a couple of announcements, which we'll get to later on in the show because I want to make sure that I don't mess anything up. Yes. So I'm standing there and I'm kind of just waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for the for it to end so I can get out of the ring because I'm nervous. Um, I started sweating a little bit while I was in there just because a lot of eyes were on me. And then um, he mentions something about the mass man. Now we have been on the case. Of the masked man for basically since the last show and we're going to get boiled down to it because i have an idea who it is and we're going to be at the end Go ahead. when the masked man that when the masked man attacked and um, <coughs> so he mentioned that if anybody knew he was getting the botv brigade behind it we've been on the case for weeks we have no leads we have no we leads. should not be investigators we should not we suck so we've been doing our best and so i'm standing there svu don't hire us yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and he's mentioning about masked man and if anybody you know needs eyes out or whatever and then all of a sudden while i'm standing there i hear these little kids yell he's behind you so this all happened within the span of about 10 seconds um Want me to take over? No, I well, yeah, you can give your, 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 you can give your account after, but I want to. I just want to point point everybody into the right. Like, I'm sorry, I keep looking over time. I just want to keep give everybody an idea of what's going on in my head. So this all happened in like ten seconds, but I had a lot of thoughts in this ten seconds. I hear the little kids yell, "He's behind you." I think they're little kids. Maybe they're just fucking around. I look behind Denim, and here comes this masked man. Now, listen. 
I hit the fucking deck. I got <laughs> yeah, out of I there. Hit the fucking deck. I got out of there about as fast as I could. I don't know who this masked man is. He's attacking denim. I got to get out of Dodge's way. I, you know, I mean. Why didn't you go try and help him? Look, it happened so fast. <laughs> what the hell? You know, it happened so you fast. You the, the, our I Hall know. of Famer. I know. I let denim down. It happened so fast. I got yeah, shot. Don't got that. I, was back. <laughs> I just got nervous, man. I seen a guy running towards the ring. I got nervous. I was like, holy shit. Is this like, because I was worried. This was one of the things we talked about off air, I think, where we were worried. Like we said, like, man, what if this guy fucking hijacks our little thing? Like, even if it's not in the, I mean, this masked man is probably watching them at all times. Okay, so even dude. if it happened after the show, before the show, whatever happened, I was always nervous that because Denim singled out, like maybe this will be a time, and then it happened, and it was my it was my worst fear uh, confirmed, and I got the hell out of there. I hit the apron, my back was a little stiff the next day when I woke up. But let me tell you, I got out of there as fast as I could. Denim ended up being okay. He was attacked, but I oh, I moved fast. I got the hell out of there. So I said, this guy is he's a slow motherfucker. But that is the fastest I've ever seen. This motherfucker move. Yeah, like he when he says he, he hit the deck, this motherfucker goes from standing to. <laughs> rolling from my, from my eyes now i don't remember this so you have to tell me because I, I reacted so naturally did i go in between the first and second no you went straight out the bottom barrel bottom out that barrel. Barrel. Okay, i couldn't remember I, mean, honestly, <laughs> I was like i couldn't remember all i remember is when i like i said i i just remember like oof, I, I you know i i hit the ring pretty hard and then we'll get to my side after this break well real quick we have enough time just get to your 27 screen. minutes yeah, all right so don't have to rush through it what i've seen was so they said the masked guy's behind you. He jumps in the ring, grabs denim. This motherfucker, fastest I've ever seen him escape anything, drops to the fucking ground, barrel rolls out that motherfucker. Denim gets slammed into the corner uh ring post. Ring post. Derek says, Oh fuck. I see him looking like, yeah, I'll grab my microphone. Denim drops my microphone. Well, yeah, I mean when he's getting attacked. What do you think? He's gonna save your microphone? He should at least toss it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Save your microphone. He's got a man coming towards him. I see my microphone go like this. My life flashed before my eyes. And then I see Denim get slammed. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I see Derek drop like a motherfucker, roll out the ring. And then he's like, oh, fuck. So he jumps back in the line of fire like a doofus. Grabs my microphone. I'm like, you should have left that motherfucker. Fuck that. Well, I see it. Well, that <laughs> Grabs my microphone up. Slides back up. <laughs> at that point, I'm, I'm just reacting off of instinct. My instinct then, I see the microphone, I'm like, I gotta get it. No, look back over. Denim's in there fucking holding his head up. He got his fucking head slammed by the masked guy. Piece of shit. You interrupted the, the fucking inductee. You're just mad because you ain't the Woody Podcast all fan. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. And then better is behind it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was pretty Pretty cool, actually, isn't it? As fast as I've ever seen you. I'm kind it of was. Yeah, I want to make this Let's very clear. Let's give a hand for him. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I want to make this very clear. All right, I don't know who this masked man is. We've been searching. We've been trying our best to figure out who it is. I know who it is. And let me tell you something. Well, I don't know, but I I know. I have let me a tell you something. great feeling who it Whoever is. Whoever it is, I'm rooting against you wholeheartedly. Yeah. I was not in any dangerous way because I was yeah, not Daxie, the target. I'm, I'm rooting against you, too, Daxie. I wasn't the target, but let me tell you something. Whoever it may be. I'm convinced it's taxi taxi. We'll get to that later, but I, I'm convinced. Whoever it is, we're at 20 Whoever it is, you are on our radar now. We're looking harder yeah. than we ever have before. And bet your ass, I'm going to take this microphone and shove that sun. You hear me? Where the Mass man. Sign on sun. You don't want to come on the podcast. You don't want this heat. All right, I might have got out of the ring. I might got out of the ring fast, but let me tell you something. And keep it rolling. I don't care if there's only 30 seconds left. Let me tell you something. I'm coming for it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to find time. out who it is. It ain't going to be easy. 
You think that you think the search was hard the first time? Let me tell you something. Search is going to get harder. You understand? Search is going to get harder now. You see this weapon? You made this weapon for something completely different. We will use it on you now. It's not going We're coming prepared. We're coming prepared, which we'll get to in a second. Whoever it is, I'm looking for you. We're going to find you, and this is going to be the end of your mass reign. We're right? going to dog your ass. We're going to find who it is, and we are going to take care of business before anybody else can. Not just because of my life being in danger, because you've been infecting them. I'm coming for you, mass man. I don't need to hear it anymore. Hey, guys. This is Darren here. Soon to be known as DJD. If you need a DJ for any type of wedding events, parties, even private parties at your own home, you can call me at 812-212-1675 or email the Double D Podcast, which is Double D Podcast 123 at gmail.com. I also have a personal pod or personal email. It is Darren.Schneider94 at gmail.com give us a holler and let us make your night very special whether it's a wedding or a private party or a even a party at your own residence i mean you don't have to have a super huge crew i mean we've got six wonderful speakers and they will make a world of difference in any party party atmosphere so give us a call 812-212-1675 thank you all right, we back. You good, cupcake? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I apologize to everybody. I lost my cool bear. No, I, I, fuck Max, man. I'll try not to lose my cool bear. Darren, random shit. Just ignore me. Now my neighbors are gonna think. Ha ha! My neighbors think. Happy New Year! Now my neighbors think there was a gunshot. Dude, that smelled good as fuck though. It that, did. That smelled good as shit. That made me a little happier. All right, <laughs> but now, Max, man, we are going to find you. And when we do, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. Because I'm going to hold you. Derek's going to hold you. And we're going to let Denim beat the shanat out of you. Even though we really don't need to hold him. But it would just be funny to hold him. Yeah. Well, you got to beat the living shit out of him. Yeah. This is his little payback for that Ledbetter match that Denim should have won. Yep. And, 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 uh, and Ledbetter's little informant. And not just. And it's had not to just, intervene. It's not just about his Hall of Fame induction either. It's it's about like he was making announcements, like I said, which we'll get to later because I don't want to mess it up. But yeah, and he messed it all up. Yeah. He just always gets in Denim's way. And he needs to be taken care of. But let's move on. Yeah, we, we, we know we we don't we don't know, but we have a sneaking suspicion. We got him. It's got to move on that he is working for Mister Ledbetter. We got to move on. Okay, let's move but, on. Hold on. Let's go back to the award ceremony. So I thought Carson Drake was going to come in with his wee woo wee woo wee woo thing. Well, he might have been planning on it. I legit thought that, but he might have been planning on it. But the masked man, um, you know, intervened. Before well, he see, I thought Carson Drake was going to say, "Fuck it," just he might have been a complete ass. But then the masked man just fucked it. And all. he might have been getting ready, and then the masked man just uh, just just intervened. Just happened to appear, yeah, mysteriously again. And so, security chased him, could not catch him. Security team, come on, come on! Security turn to Hussein Bolt. Catch his ass. That's his name, right? Yeah, you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on though, because we have some matches left. Here. We don't want to. We don't want to take much more of your time. So we're All your time here at the Double D Podcast, <laughs> so, baby. So you have, love spending time with us. That's a strong word. You put your pants on. Makes you want to go. Oh, yeah. Watching Double D Podcast. Moving to groove the Double. 
These. You know what I mean? Army of Destiny <laughs> DD Trash is the next uh, match. Very excited. Another for, fantastic match. Very excited for this match. I love tag team wrestling. So I was very excited. I've, I've, I've never seen DD Trash live. So it was very. Yeah, and uh, I apologize. We had been saying DDT Trash the whole time. But that's how it was put on the Facebook. Yeah, but I think that was just because, you know, you're not, <laughs> it's, to pronounce, it's, you're not supposed to pronounce one of them. Yes, DD Trash. Yeah. They so, also have a YouTube. You can check them out at They do. So. <laughs> Behind this, the fans are 100% behind DD Trash. Yes. I mean, 100%. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, and I just want to point this out. We've already said it before, but this was just what I wrote down after um, after whatever, what happened happened. I wrote down, let better know something about Man in the Mask. I just yes. have this sneaking suspicion. It seems like anytime he's mentioned, he comes out. Like I mean, at the Aurora show, he said that he did not know who it was. And then he told them to get out of the ring. Then he cheated, put it in our suggestion box. Now, it, you know, he, you know, his matches nothing. just happens to be right after the uh, Masked Man. I don't, I just don't think it's a coincidence. Just so you know a little better, I keep a camera in our suggestion box now. <laughs> yeah, you, just because of you. Yeah. You ain't throwing us the Double D podcast under the bus for that. Yeah, we had no idea that was going to happen. No, I'm just kidding. I can keep a camera. <laughs> no, I should, but. So the crowd is like I said that they're they're 100 behind DD Trash. I'm rooting for God DD damn, Trash. Let's, Everybody let's revert back real quick. God dang that freaking W works yeah. <laughs> really well. The I'm does fucking work. amped. Uh, the note taking <laughs> was a little hard at this point because I'm still kind of shaking up from what was going on in the ring. That and this was just a fantastic match too. It was. So it was it's kind of hard to for I feel bad for him because he's got to pay attention to writing notes. And the match at the same time, it's, it's a little difficult, especially when there's a fantastic match going on yeah. right in front of your face. Yeah. And you're sitting there trying to look at your notes, writing your notes down, but also trying to watch a match. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even do it. Yeah, I got to ring the bell. I am too ADHD to be even try, try to attempt that. Well, so I try my best. <laughs> That's why the notes, honestly, like with live shows are a little bit harder. Like when we did Cincy Wrestling, I was able to watch it and then like stop it and then but, do more note taking. But I, but like I said, I do like the idea of doing these live notes because you can see what was going on in my head immediately at that time. And then it leaves you in suspense. You don't know exactly what happened. Yeah. And then the one page notes. Like, yeah, I try this, to keep it all this, one page. This shows that it was a, it was a good overall show because usually this motherfucker's over here. <laughs> flipping through nine fucking pages. Yeah. But the fact that he kept it to one page I was trying to keep as much action. means that you know, he was paying attention because it was such a good show, but also trying to keep notes at the same time. I couldn't even imagine being able to do that. Thank so, man, I appreciate it. It's because I'm the note guy. I guess I'm going to be the second inductee into the <laughs> Hall of Fame. You got a double podcast. Okay. Not be Back to the fame, match. A little bit of disclaimer. I know you're high on Dubby, but let's calm down. I was just explaining to him that we don't adapt ourselves in the Double D podcast. I'm, messing, day, I'm messing with What's you. What's that shirt say? We'll talk about it after. Because <laughs> I really want to know it's what It's a political is. shirt, so there's no point. Oh, no, then no, yeah, no, 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 they don't get on the Double D podcast. Um, uh, they're taking I'm a little shaking up, plus the match was great. It is Fantastic match. Um, DD Trash was starting to get some offense in, but then the big old Craven stopped it. Uh, he's a big guy. A big guy. And uh, he has the power to be able to do that. Mind you, Ledbetter's a big guy, too. So you got two big guys going against two, like, what do you say, medium build? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, you're, I they're mean, definitely wrestling build. Yeah, they're like, well, yeah, but they're like. Uh, but they're not as big as Craven. You got the heavyweights against, like, the medium to heavy weights. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a size difference. The two are fucking huge. Yeah. Like, Ledbetter's so a big guy. Ledbetter's tall, too. Yeah. And Craven's a big, a big guy. guy. Craven's a big guy. So, so I mean. 
I wouldn't want to be in the ring with any four of them. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I wouldn't be in the ring with any of them. But yeah, the between the two, you got like a medium to large to extra large belt to extra large to almost super extra. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just giving them a perspective, especially if you weren't there. Right. Refs back being turned definitely was helping the army of destiny. 100. Yes. I mean, there was no doubt about it. Um, that's kind of what they do. It's just what they do best. They the assistance they need. Underhanded tactics in order to get the win. Um, Craven's shoulder ended up going into the post, uh, much like Party Mike's earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, Craven had a huge chop. I even circled huge because it was so loud. It echoed throughout it the whole building. I mean, it really was. It was really loud. I feel bad for I also apologize for not getting the DD Trash members' names. Um, I, I heard them when you came out. I just was shaken up still after that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just wasn't. What this was, was just an exciting match, too. I mean, we see a matchup that the two guys we have. We haven't seen before. Yeah. So we're looking like, we're like, these are new guys going against Army of Destiny. And I had a feeling that it was going to be a very quick match. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. But it wasn't match. at it was all. Long. It was actually long. Um, at this point, it was a great match with action back and forth. what I wrote here. And Craven accidentally hit Ledbetter. And that was kind of the moment where I thought, holy crap, DD Trash is about to get a win, which I want 100%. And I'm not saying that wouldn't be an, up, an upset, I don't think. It, it feels like DD Trash is a tag team who've been probably wrestling together. It's not years. an upset because uh, yeah. Ledbetter and the Army of Destiny can only win. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. When there's a, uh extra hand being thrown. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. Maybe you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that is. <laughs> <thing. laughs> um, after that, though, uh, DD Trash was on the offensive. They were able to get a pin. It, looked, it was going to be a three. But Ledbetter pulled the referee out of the ring when he was coming down for three. So it was only a two count. And because of that, Ledbetter was able to use a chair mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, win the match based off of that. So Army of Destiny did get a win. Army of Destiny did get a win in this matchup, unfortunately for us and unfortunately for everybody. Not fairly. No, of course not. Well, I mean. You know, it is what it is. Army of Destiny did get the win, though. Still and fantastic. Afterwards, Ledbetter then called out Venom. Now, this is where things kind of got serious. I'm going to pull out my notes here. because I was going to say, this shit gets hits the fan. So this is basically, he Bro. proposed an option. He said, I don't know who the masked man is. I have no idea. I don't want to. He's lying. I, I want to make that very clear. Denim said, I don't believe you either. I think you okay. know who the masked man is. And so there was a match proposed by Army of Destiny. Yep. It's going to be Team Army of Destiny against Team Battle on the Border. But the team of Army of Destiny is going to consist of, of Sergeant Ledbetter, yeah. Craven, yeah. and Bomani, right? Yeah. And, and the Mask Man. Mask Man had to be the fourth yep. member. That's what to Denim be. said. Even though Ledbetter says he doesn't know who it is, he said, I'm going it has to, to be. be. We'll find him, I guess. So he better talk to the Mask Man. If he doesn't know who, yeah, I was going to say, if he doesn't know who it is, he better get in contact with him, which if I swear to God, if he doesn't know who he is and somehow gets in contact with him before we That's do. going to be a little bit more suspicious. It's going to be actually a little bit more embarrassing for us than anything. But anyway, here's the <laughs> situation. So if Team yeah, we're like, Battle we're on the figure out who he is before yeah. we can. Team, Way much smarter, so that's okay. <laughs> if Team Battle on the Border wins. Yes. Army of Destiny is done. They can no longer team together Big in Battle on the Border. Big However, challenge. if Army of Destiny wins, Sergeant Ledbetter takes over Battle on the Border. Big so this match challenge. has huge implications. We'll get to when that takes place later. But that is going to take place. And if it's 
And team and now Denim has to, yeah, it, to put together a team. team yeah. He has to put together we're, a squad. As soon as we find out oh, we're, the team through the brigade, if you don't follow the brigade or double or battle on the border Facebook, yeah. I mean you won't find out unless you come through us. But we would like you to find out before we come on here and tell you who it is yes. by following their page. Yeah, 100 percent So now the zero gravity tournament finale is on. Super excited. I was stoked for this the whole night. Yeah, absolutely. I love uh, the high-flying stuff. I love the uh, you know smaller guys. Just personally, it's just always been something. So just a f- reminder, I said it earlier, but I'll say it again just to make sure everyone knows. Uh, Drake, Piper, GK, Fam, Avery Hurts, Jaden Jet, Justin Xavier, that's who's in this matchup. I want to make that very clear. Um, Carson Drake comes out first. He called a fan fat. Which is kind of ironic. Kind of right, because he's pretty fat himself. So he said that he uh, weighed 226 pounds, but then immediately claimed that he was 196 because he, I guess, remembered the rules of the of the, the match. I'm surprised he remembered. I'm surprised too. I mean, but I it, figured his little <laughs> would have forgot. Yeah. Well, he somehow remembered, and um, he put out some snazzy new boots. Yeah, he was very proud of his boots. Things um, a little fancy. Jaden Jett. I thought they looked like shit. Jaden Jett. <laughs> later on, when Jaden Jett came out, he scared the shit out of a kid. Uh, he was walking past the kid. He did his little jump, and the kid scared, he scared the shit out of the kid. The fuck out which of we shouldn't be laughing at, but <laughs> this is whoever that kid is, hope you're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Jaden Jett, you're a piece of shit for scaring a kid. Carson was trash talking all of them while he was in the ring once the match started. Tips trash talking all of them, of course. And Except for Jaden Jett. Yeah, well, he even he even trash talked Jaden Jett at some point. I mean, he was he was teaming with him at first, well, kind so of they were together. But no, even he even trash talked Jaden Jett a little bit. I must so. have been looking at my pewter when that happened. Probably, <laughs> then, I don't remember it. Uh, and then he eventually asked Piper about something about prison. I think asking him if he got his boots from prison or something, and that's kind of when it started. Piper started off with the offense, and everybody got around at Carson Drake. Oh yeah, everybody. Um, I would have told. Yeah, this was the match that I was most looking forward to. This match, by the way, is extremely hard to keep track of everything that happens and write notes and watch at the same time. So there's a little bit less that I actually wrote down about the match. But I wrote down some of the bigger moments that happened as far as especially who won, but also just like. That's because there's a lot going on. There is. And this was a match that if you didn't get to see it live, we're not going to be able to do it justice. Apologies, but you yeah, have you to watch out. this match. No apologies. You should have just been there. You should have been there. That is true. Um, at some come point, up with a formal excuse. At some, should have been there. At some point throughout the match, ten bucks. Ten bucks. At some point throughout the match, Piper grabbed Carson Drake's microphone and turned the siren on and was just running around the ring for a couple of minutes, which was pretty funny. I know Carson Drake does not like. No, he hates people touch his, his microphone. Phone, that was very interesting. There was a low blow made by Carson twice. Typically, typical of Carson Drake. Not surprised somehow. <laughs> the uh, ref started fighting back against Carson Drake at some point, actually pushing. Um, Carson Drake because um, of the, not just the low blows, but he was also starting to get in the ref's face and stuff. The ref was trying to get in his, in his face, and then eventually the referee fought back. Here's the main point, though. Okay, our boy Avery Hurts, big fan of Avery Hurts over here on this podcast. Talk a lot of good stuff about him. The best wrestler now on the border. Is that especially for the zero gravity? <laughs> like I said earlier, if we're talking about people who actually deserve to win it because they've been in it for a long time, Avery Hurts. Avery Hurts gets to that. We're rooting for Justin Xavier selfishly. We're rooting, yeah. Come on. Anyway, I mean, yeah, it's pretty obvious he should get the W. But anyway, we're big fans over here of him, so we're a little bit biased here. But he did get screwed over in this matchup. 
as again it seems per usual with these people and Jaden Jett was able to get a victory he is the first ever zero gravity champion and he did so by screwing Avery Hurts. I say mind you Jaden Jett was chilling and Avery Hurts was doing a number yeah and then Jaden Jett just conveniently swoops in and steals it away from him which I feel is bullshit and it's, it is. And, and don't, don't worry. Hertz knew it was too. Hertz mm-hmm. chased Jaden Jett out of the building. Oh, yeah. He was going after him. He ran after him. I mean, there was no very little celebration time for Jaden Jett. A very little celebration time. We talked to him a little bit after, and he said he would still be chasing him. Yeah. Hertz <laughs> ended up coming in a little bit later on asking where he was. I mean, he yeah. just lost track of him. So I'm sure we're going to get to see something about this in the future. Oh, it's got to be. I would love to see bullshit. a match between these two. But I gotta tell you, it, it, you know, congratulations to Jaden Jett and all for winning. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just Avery Hurts got screwed. I've never been so pissed off in a match in my life. It was. I was, I was really, I was really rooting for Avery Hurts. Yes. Or Justin Xavier, one of the two. And he and, was about to get the W too. Yeah. Avery oh, Hurts was like this close, mm-hmm. and Jaden Jett was like, "Fuck you." Stole <laughs> it's unjust, and we won't stand for it. It's bullshit. So, and hopefully, I'm not going to reveal who it is, but eventually we do have an interview uh, upcoming here soon. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be in the next month. We don't probably. know when or who or where, but we well, know who, but we don't tell <laughs> you, you who. who, but we don't know when. Maybe Maybe where. Does, does the people at Whoville tell you who? Yeah. Well, then we're not telling you who. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on because I'm trying to get this all done at least all before right. this the 30-minute part comes Yeah, out. but this one is a good one. This match we were looking forward to a lot for a lot of reasons. I mean, originally when I seen it, it was a fan appreciation match, and I was thinking, like, that's weird because these two are different, completely different styles. We interviewed Steve Wilson, the man behind Congo Kong. We yeah. asked him about this match. It is, of course, two fan favorites, Congo Kong and Super Oprah. Absolutely. As the night was going on, like, once this match started, like, when Congo Kong made his entrance, I was really excited for this match. Like, it's not that I wasn't before, but I just, like, because all of the matches had been so good all night, it was really, I was really looking forward to this match. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, once this match started, I was really into it. I wrote a lot down here. And mind um, you, we haven't seen Super Oprah wrestle in a long while. So, that was mm-hmm. awesome, too, to be able to see Super Oprah get out there and yeah, do what Super Oprah does. <laughs> I want to say that, in my opinion, it, it, this match or the Cantina Surge match are the two top matches of the night, in my opinion. I can and that's that. not saying any of the other matches weren't good. Every match was good. But, man, this match and the uh, Surge and Cantina match, those were the two top matches, in my opinion. This match was just unbelievably entertaining. There was so much that happened. And um, I don't know if we're ever going to get to see these two in the ring against each other. I hope so. Uh, in the future, I hope so. I really well. hope so. Because, man, this match was really entertaining. I mean, it, it really was. I remember looking over at Darren, and I told Darren, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. Like, yeah, I really hope to see them again. So it started off by Congo Kong coming out first. And I want to say, I say this every single time Congo Kong wrestles. Congo Kong scares children. His size, like every single time he makes an entrance. He scares me. Congo Kong, he's fucking huge. So uh, every time Congo Kong makes his entrance, kids run over because they just want to get to see the size of him, and they immediately regret it when he walks out. <laughs> yes, you can see. I see the look on these kids' faces because there were some that were facing us. He walked. These kids are coming up because they know Congo Kong's coming up. They're like, "Oh, this is exciting!" And then as soon as he comes out, they're just like, "Oh, he's yeah. bigger than I thought." You see, kids, yeah. Oh man, I didn't think I have to fucking crank my neck like this. So that was the one thing. Um, I, I plugged. I plugged our interview. I said, "Watch our interview with Steve Wilson here." <laughs> I plugged it. Man behind Congo Kong. Check the interview. Man behind Congo. Yeah, Specter eventually ends up getting the microphone because of course she does. And you know, we, I, we yeah, I usually expect Specter to take over the. Microphone. Yeah, we feel a certain <laughs> way about Specter here. Uh, Darren has a very 
hatred's a strong word, but he just, he's an ass. He's kind of he he's is kind an of, ass. He's kind of a jerk. Um, I said that numerous times. I, I said, what was that last episode we did when Spectre took over? I said I uh, estimated that Spectre was going to take the microphone because he's an ass. Yeah, and that's exactly and what that I was the same way this time. And he was <laughs> still kind of, you know, being an ass. Still an ass. Spectre uh, <laughs> called Cleves hillbilly, which, I mean, that's I could be taken as a compliment. That's coming kind of from a dude that don't even have a good beard. Spectre? Yeah, his beard is different colors. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. Actually. He ain't got cool, he ain't got cool beard. He got a good beard. He then mentions Madman Fulton being a part of Spectre Enterprises, and he said that um, Fulton, Madman Fulton, refused to travel to Cleves because of the bad smelling insectoid fans. So you see now why maybe we don't like. I think he's an insect insectoid. <laughs> maybe you see now why we're not a huge fans over here of David Barney Spectre. He dissing home lands. He called Denim a Namby Pamby, which I don't even know what a Namby Pamby is. <laughs> Look that up. Let's let's real quick Google let's that. Because I'm gonna say let's just Namby Pamby. I don't even know how to spell that. Well, we're about to find out. N A M B Y P A M B Y. Lacking energy, strength, or courage. Feeble, timid, or ineffectual. Damn. That's damn. coming from a person that would never probably step in a ring with Denim. Damn. I, mean, I just heard stepped in the ring with him twice. I just heard Navy Pammy and thought that was cool and I wrote it down. I've never heard of that before. He so then congratulated Jaden Jett on his win. Interesting. Something that we're going to gonna be doing in Spectre. Enterprise. It's definitely something we're going to have to keep an eye on because that is an interesting choice. David Barnum's Spectre just doesn't congratulate people often. And he did congratulate Jaden Jett, so that's something we're going to have to keep our eye on in the future. Um, maybe, I mean, maybe he's trying to, he, Spectre Enterprises, maybe he's trying to grow the Enterprises to not just a tag team. I mean, you have the tag team now of Congo Kong yeah. and Madman Fulton. Fulton. It was Madman Fulton as world title, uh, world champion. So now they're moving into the tag team role. Maybe they're trying to get a zero gravity. Who knows? Maybe we could see a hardcore, a woman. Maybe we could see just David, you know, maybe David Warren Spectre is trying to take over Battle on the Border. I mean, it would make sense considering he calls it an enterprise. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, so it's maybe he's getting his recruits in. It is something that we are going to have to keep, um, keep an eye on. Now, and unfortunately, we did not get to see the fantastic Bobby Fulton. No, he was not there today. Which, which again, sucks. But it's, Denim, it's okay. If you're watching, listening, book it. Madman, excuse me, not, but not Bobby Madman. Fantastic Fulton. Fantastic Bobby Fulton. I said that against David Barnabas Specter. Book Fan appreciation match. Yes. Right it would be easy. But if Specter hurts the fantastic Bobby Fulton, fantastic Bobby Fulton would probably kill it. He wouldn't get a chance. It would be a 10 second <laughs> match. You put, him, you put him in a hole, it'd be over. So at this point, uh, Super Oprah has made her entrance to the ring. Um, and then uh, he made a joke. Uh, this is bullshit, the entrance. Spectre <laughs> made a, no, no, the entrance was fine. What are you talking about? Spectre made a joke, though, about um, Ike and Tina Turner. So if you know the story behind Ike and Tina Turner, you can kind of make the, you can kind of understand that he was basically saying that Congo Kong was going to beat. Uh, Super Oprah, like Ike did Tina, it was basically the idea behind <laughs> that, which is just, I mean, that's ruthless and uh, rude. And, and well, mind you, Super Oprah, Super Oprah, I said Super Oprah, Super, Super Oprah, wanted me to drop some tunes. Well, hold on, we're not there yet. So, we're not saying she, she wanted me to drop some tunes. We're not there yet, man. You're getting ahead of the story. Sorry, so, I'm excited for this one. This is a point, good match. I, said I can't earlier, help it. I said earlier, just a couple seconds ago, I'm Super Oprah had made her entrance. I was reading ahead. She had not made her entrance yet. Now, Super Oprah's making her entrance. She gave a fan a lap dance. Yeah. I mean, yeah, congr yeah, yeah, congratulations to the fan? 
I, I probably should have got an autograph afterwards. I was going to say, the fan was wanting a lap dance, but they, 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 they got one. They so. didn't say no. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. So, um, next thing I write down here is that Ref got a face full of Oprah crush because, see, Oprah wanted oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Kongo Kong searched for weapons. Understandable. David Barnabas Spectre Enterprises. I mean, Spectre yeah, Enterprises, little, they could use some underhanded they're a little skeptical. They have before. In fact, Kongo Kong, when he joined Spectre Enterprises, was given a chain. So it's very understandable why you'd want to. Right. So it's very understandable. Well, then Super Oprah wanted to get searched as well. And so she jumped up on the uh, turnbuckle. turnbuckle there, that top turnbuckle. And then, you know, push the ref in there. My new Super Oprah is very flexible. They yeah, were all both were both fucking super very flexible. Did you not see her? That's quote of the day right it there. Was, she was on her both legs on each side of the ring. Um, yeah. What are those little things called that goes around? What? The ropes? The ropes. That's it. <laughs> I had a line I can't remember what the ropes were called. Both legs on the ropes. Uh, yep. So fans love Oprah. Fans are, fans Oprah's are, a fantastic rest. Oh, man. I'll it's just what. funnier now. There, I don't know if there's anybody else. Funnier in the world. There is not Super Oprah. Super Oprah is unbelievably funny. If you want to make, if you want to get a really, really good laugh, Super Oprah is the one to provide it. Yeah, that's why Super Oprah needs to be (laughs) on every Battle on the Border show and every Double D podcast show uh, possible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So um, Oprah was trying to at first to seduce Congo Kong, which is an interesting tactic. Actually, not terrible tactic to start with because who knows? Maybe that would be a good way to win the match early. Yeah. Um, I actually even wrote down match of the night right after this. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. After this moment, it gets a little bit hard because I was paying attention to the match. But I did write down some of the big moves. Um, I don't know what that word says. So I'm not, what is that? What could that even say? Sparve? Titty? No, th- no, not that one. This one. <laughs> oh. Don't ruin the story. <laughs> Sparve? Spain? Spain? I don't know. Spain? Anyway, here's the point. Spine? Uh, it was a good offense here by Super Oprah. Yeah, right. Worse than mine. Well, I'm trying to be fast and <laughs> look up. Uh, there was a titty twister on Congo Kong. Now, I am imagining Congo Kong has probably never had this happen to him in a match. This is uncharted waters for Congo Kong in a lot of ways. Yeah, very. Um, I, if I was Congo, that would have pissed me off. Oh, it did. It definitely did. <laughs> um, but Congo doesn't know. So eventually, Spectre does end up getting involved. Twice, obvious, obviously. Stands up on the on the apron. He's distracting the referee. That's and pretty obvious. At this point, Congo Kong starts to because of that. Uh, Congo Kong ends up getting him back onto the offense and has enough offense where he wants to go for a pin on Super Oprah. But he's confused. But he's a little confused. He doesn't want. He don't know how. He doesn't want to be rude. I mean, trying to respect. Kong, he's, you know, I know he's trying to he's trying to win. But listen, he's trying to be respectful, which I appreciate. Congo Kong, we need more people like that. Yes. So after that, at some point, the, the action gets back going, and they're, 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 they're trading some blows, they're getting some moves in both, and then at some point, Congo Kong grabs the hair of Super Oprah, it comes off. Ooh. And to quote Super Oprah, you never touch a black woman's weave. <laughs> and That's actually what she said. Well, it could have been wig, sorry. It could have been wig, I don't know. One of the two. Wig. Uh, it was something. No, it was loud. Super Oprah was pissed. It, it, oh, <laughs> she it was pissed. Up. That's what I just said. Oprah goes wild. That's what I said here. It he, should have been Oprah goes hog wild. Yeah. She was pissed. <laughs> yep. And then um, at some point um, after this, he's getting a lot of offense in. Super was getting a lot of offense in. At this point, though, Spectre jumps up onto the rope and um, 
Super Oprah just uh, kisses him. That's effective offense right there if I've ever seen it. And whatever works. And then after right. that point, he's in the ring and he's up against the turnbuckles and uh, gets a face full of booty. So Spectre at this point has been eliminated from the match. I mean, he's down for the count. I mean, he I mean, was he not. Ex- he, he wanted to the, throw the shit. <laughs> so she gave it back. I mean, he did. It, absolutely. She absolutely. I mean, he's going to throw some shit and she's going to give it back. Yep. Super Oprah ain't scared of nobody. But because of this distraction, he gave Congo Kong enough time to uh, reboot, revamp, get ready, and plan his attack. And uh, because of that, uh, Congo Kong did get the victory after a big headbutt. There was also another move in there, but again, I was watching. I didn't really get it down. Point of the moral of the story is, though, is that Congo Kong did get the victory. But, yeah, which, again, again, selfishly, we, we did interview Steve Wilson, so we were yeah, kind of I mean, But I will say this. Kind of precious. This is either one or two match of the night. We don't usually have two. Usually, when, once we see the match of the night, we're done thinking about it. Yeah. This had two of them. And this one, depending on what you're looking for, if you're looking for pure wrestling ability, Katina and Surge are yours. Funny if, ass mother. If you're looking for fun, <laughs> entertaining, and good wrestling, too. All, yes. Both matches had both, to be completely honest with you. I think that's why they're the number two, because they had all the elements of possible wrestling. Both matches, the fans are super engaged in. You can always tell when you're at a Battle on the Border event what the what the good matches are because, man, the fans are super into it. They're into every match. But there is no doubt in anybody's mind at Battle on the Border, there's a match that the fans really love. They, they're into it. And mind you, we haven't seen Super Over Wrestle in a long time. So the fans were super stoked yep. to see her out there again. Yep. And uh, – after this uh, match, Congo Kong ended up attacking the referee after the match, which is just on call for. But again, I think he was more kind of just, I think him and Spectre were kind of both just embarrassed about how this match played out. I'm sure Spectre was a little bit embarrassed about Faceful Booty. Well, Spectre and, should be embarrassed. And getting to kiss the referee, you know, I think it was just, he was kind of collateral damage. But the point of the story is, moral of the story is, Congo Kong did get victory in this matchup unfortunately for super Oprah. but let me tell you what super Oprah congo kong excited to see super Oprah back cannot wait to see what i mean and when we'll get to uh, congo kong there's been a match announced in the future for congo kong we'll get to that in a second i'm but, hoping to see bigger and better things out of super Oprah. oh because absolutely she's back and i'm hoping she sticks around for a very long time again unbelievable <laughs> entertainment i cannot recommend enough i did miss board. super Oprah a lot <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. All right, well, I guess we're going to take another break before we get to the main event of the night, so we will see you in a second. Oh, guys. I don't know why we wave in the video. We just... Do you want me to stop? And we're back. Oh, we're back already. Yeah, we ain't fucking around this time. Darren just We does. have the main event. The main event. Battle on the Border. A match that when it was Professional wrestling. A match that when it was announced, we were super excited for. Yes. Because... We were supposed to be at Cincy Wrestling to see Savion wrestle. Yes. This 12-year-old girl didn't have a good immune system. <sighs> so, well, excuse you. Has a bad immune system, got sick, possibly could have got me sick, couldn't go. So we missed being a part of the Savion section. But we get to see it now. He ain't part of the Savion section. He ain't got no shirt. I got a shirt. It's just I don't have it on. Uh-huh. You don't need to Tell Savion that. I did. You weren't wearing a battle on a board? I was wearing the I was wearing the WWE podcast stuff. I got. But you said you were the leader of if the we went, If you didn't get sick with the flu, uh huh. Fucking. Get either sick with way, the flu. we interviewed Savion. We did. Go check it out. Podcast. <laughs> Go check it out. Really good. You know, we have an interview Brian Pillman, so we're obviously rooting for Savion during this. Match. Oh yeah, Savion. One hundred percent. Even though uh, Brian Pillman's got all right hair, not a better mullet than him, but he's got. I mean, he's got all right hair. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's kind of funny because I've had people tell me that I have a, a nice mullet or some have even said better than Brian Pillman. But uh, the same exact day that Battle on the Border on, on uh, the 31st on New Year's Eve, my mom called me and told me that I need to grow my hair like Brian Pillman. So it's kind of funny. That's just mom got the hospital. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, my ex did, so it's very possible. I don't know why. I don't either, but, you know, it is what it is. I think his mullet looks better anyways. So we finally, I wrote down the first thing, finally get to represent the Savion section. It's been an honor. It was an honor to say represent Savion section. I, I just, I have to promote the battle on the border. I said, you were no. wearing a double E podcast. We promote battle on the border. I'm sorry. I meant double E podcast. I had to promote the double This e fucking guy. I was wearing a double E podcast shirt. So was I. That's why I had to, I, I had to wear it. Uh, you could have wore your Savion section. No, no. I'm a part of the. I, I was presenting an award. Yeah, I had to, I had oh, to support yeah, I forgot You were in the middle of the twang. <laughs> yeah, I had to support it. You're in the middle of the twang. I was doing a lot of this real quick, not trying to get super off track, but I was doing a lot of this because I've never been in a ring before. I'm not gonna on track this whole episode. What I'm, are you talking about? I'm good. I'm good at public speaking ish enough. Like I did. I did a uh, best man speech where I was extremely nervous. Found out I'm better at public speaking than he is. No, I do good at public <laughs> speaking. I, but like, well, the, well, the wedding, I was super nervous. <laughs> this one I'm actually, to be completely fair, is. I wasn't as nervous for this as I. And this was not planned. And I wasn't even as nervous as I was for my best man speech. So I just want to point that out. But I announced that whole wedding. Yeah, but I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, we have a lot more experience for it. This one I wasn't as nervous. Fair enough, fair I've never been in a ring before. So doing the, um, so I was in there and I knew I had to like turn to see the, like the crowd. So I was doing a lot of this, just a lot of fucking turning around and doing this whole thing. So I, I got a little dizzy, but you know, we made it work. I did a lot of turning around though. I you looked a little bit. I was trying to see everybody. No, he, he turned out, he, he did a fantastic job. And I don't know what, what got us onto that, but I just wanted to point that out. Uh, just in case anybody was wondering why the dude was doing fucking twirls in the ring. He did a fantastic job. He made a point to make sure that he talked to everybody in like all sections of the crowd. It was it was a fantastic present presentation. Yeah. He did a great job. Okay, thanks. I put a pass on the back. You're getting all right. You see me flinch? That man in the mask has got me. <laughs> I'm not looking for a hit you. I'm just going to do it. Man, 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 man of the mask got me fucked up. No, he all did. Right. Derek, Derek, don't let him uh, uh, lower himself. He did a fantastic job. I appreciate it. And cracked some pretty good jokes and moved as fast as fucking lightning. Fast as I've ever seen this man move. And I've known him for 16 years. So <laughs> That's the fastest I've ever seen him move. To start <laughs> out, I mean, I thought when this match was going to come on, both are local boys, right? Both are local. Brian Pillman Jr., he's the, you know, the, I think he calls himself the, pre, the prince of the queen, queen city. Yeah. Prince of Cincinnati, something along those lines. So it's obvious. And you know, everybody knows his story. So it makes sense. Savion, though. Uh, also, very, very popular around here. So it was interesting to see where the crowd was going to go. And I knew it was, I was thinking it was going to be about 50 50, but it wasn't. Nope. It was very, very largely in the direction of Savion, which yes. just proves the power that this guy has. And that's crazy because Brian Pillman is from Cleese area. That's what I'm saying. It was really, really <laughs> that's crazy. But it is not as shocking once you hear what was going on. Okay. Because the match really does set the tone. I think 50 50 was probably was 50 50 to start the match. But it wasn't because I think the fans could pick up on a couple things here. Like Pillman was really toying with Savion. He was kind of just pushing him around, kind of treating him like he wasn't. And he did he did cut a promo about it on the Board of Pro Wrestling's Facebook page. If you go check it out, he was a little bit rude to Savion. Brian Pillman kind of looked like a little girl compared to Savion. Whoa. It's been said. And that's you an said a, it on that's me. an AEW star right he there. He said it on me. Um, 
That's the kahunas on this motherfucker. So Pillman was throwing <laughs> the Savion, and then Pillman crossed his fingers on a handshake promise that they were making in the ring, and all the fans were trying to point it out. And uh, it didn't work. Savion didn't hear you guys. Unlike, see me, I am not used to being in the ring, so I listen to the crowd. When you're in, used to being in the ring, you tone them out because either you're getting cheered for or you're getting Or you got to focus on the main subject. Yeah, and you're focusing on somebody else in the ring, so they don't get to hear it. So, unfortunately, they didn't get to hear it, and because of that, Pillman – he was just being mean to the crowd. He was being mean to Savion. He just it seemed like he wasn't. He turned into a heel fast. Yeah, he was fucking he really was fast. fast. Being an ass. Yeah, I don't like this side of him. Usually, he's like uppity. I was gonna say this side of not this one. He's got this little edge about him. I gotta tell you, maybe it was the AEW appearance, the WWE appearance. Maybe it could have been a factor. It could be, but I think a lot of what it has to do. I think that title is getting to Pillman's head. You know, you your champion. He's getting a little too cocky for long enough. I think he might be. It seemed like a little too cocky. Kind of seemed like it to me. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put myself in Pillman's, but from one Mauler brother to another, I can kind of tell when a Mauler brother's getting a little, um, little little heads heads getting a little big. You know, a little bit too big for the mullet, if you will, or too big for the title in this case. Um, Early on, back and forth action. Uh, crossbody by Savion from the top rope puts him back into uh, in, into uh, uh, control here. Then Pillman, he was just wrestling angry. It's literally what I wrote down. He's wrestling angry. He's just a lot of moves that are just like done and there was a lot of power. It's almost like he just kind of expected this match to be quick and done with and then get it over. Like he just did it. See that? Yeah, he just kind of seemed like he just kind of wanted to just get it done. He ain't the pretty boy. He thinks he so uh, <laughs> at some point, Savion actually flew through the middle rope to hit Pillman on the outside. You don't get to see that often at these shows. That was really impressive. Well, you for death. I think was also picking up on the not taking him seriously thing. I think he's he's trying to show Pillman like, hey, hey listen, you gotta you gotta pay me respect because they they have fought before. And Savion actually has the victory edge over Brian Pillman. Yeah, but Pillman's got that title. He does. So he stepped up in that ring, mm-hmm. like. This shit don't stink. And Savion had something. He thought he was top dog. Savion wanted to prove one, it's not a fluke, and two, I can I can be champion anywhere I go. Exactly. Um, at this point, the crowd was fully behind Savion. I'm I mean, rooting for Savion at this point. I was as well. I mean, it was I just was a shock. I for, pay, for you know? Pillman because he was being a dick. It was a shocker. It really <laughs> was. I mean, I did not expect it. Um, Brian used the ropes on Savion earlier, like we said, where Savion was trying to get back in the ring, kick the rope, hurt his, you know, crotch area. That's how it happened. Um, at that point, Pillman started to threaten Savion's career. Said he was going to end his career. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. This is what this kind of this is what like, I was saying. This is going deep. <laughs> he was. I mean, I think I think it's possible that maybe Pillman is kind of a little bit embarrassed that he lost to Savion in the past, and he's kind of wrestling with that on his mind. Who knows? Well, that, it's that, just, that only makes you lose. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, and it, if when you're wrestling emotion that much, yeah, when you're wrestling emotionally, it does get into your head. There's yeah, no that messes with your head. Yeah, um, and that lowers your chances of winning, which is a terrible idea. Yeah, and so when he was doing that, when he said he was going to end his career, he was taking his leg and he was driving his knee into the mat and driving his knee into the into the ring. And I got to tell you, the little bit that I got to like when I when I hit the ground, that ring's tough, man. It hurts. Any, that's what I've always heard about professional wrestling rings is that they hurt. And I, I, I don't, I've never taken a well, bullet. That, I've never, I've never fell in a wrestling ring. I only got to dive earlier on in the show. Well, yeah, I mean, that's and then you're I, falling on fucking wood. That's what people that don't understand about. I don't know. I was gonna say, always hear wrestlers say this, like it's not a, that's not a trampoline. You know, it's like. The padding is like that big. Yeah, it, and then you're falling on fucking so wood. The damage <laughs> that that could have done to Savion's knee is unbelievable. Yeah, the fact again that Pillman is wrestling with that in his mind, where he's going to ruin Savion's career. I mean, it's just a different side of Pillman we don't get to see. 
You know what I'm saying? He was, was wrestling angry, and you don't want to wrestle angry. Yeah, but at that point then, Savion did turn it around. He started his offense. I think his instincts kicked in. He knew that he needed to get going. Otherwise, things were going to get ugly fast. Especially when getting his knee rammed into probably, like, the hardest ring. Ever. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a nice little deadlift suplex by Savion at some point. Textbook. Deadlift suplex. Yeah, this high school Text wrestler. Textbook. This high school wrestler knows what's going on. That looks fucking awesome, dude. That was, like, the best suplex I've ever seen a professional wrestler do. And then there was a nice big super kick by Pillman that changed it into Pillman's favor. Again. Also a fantastic super kick, too. I mean, you got so, I mean, There were two really good moves back to back. Of course. <laughs> then there was a big, um, there was a close fall by Savion after a knee to the back of the head of Pillman. So, I mean, you can see going back and forth, big moves. I mean, I'm watching, writing down the big moves as I can. Let's just say the knee to the back of the head, I feel so. Should be considered a cheap shot. No, it's not, though. Um, it another should be. be I'm just saying. I know it's not, but it should technically be. But After that, anyway. there was another big super kick by Pillman. So, again, just back and forth. Another uh, suplex from Pillman from the top rope. Definitely turned the match around, and at that point it was over. Pillman did get the victory. But the suplex that Pillman did. Now, did not look as good. Here's as the else. thing that I didn't Just mention like, because I wanted to. I wanted to end it with this. I wanted to make it very close. Very how very close. I wanted to make this very clear is what I meant to say. So as the match is going on, a certain somebody comes out and is messing around. He has his golden ticket with him, and he's kind of messing around with the uh, with the ring post with with the turnbuckle padding. <laughs> yeah, those don't know. There's a padding over the turnbuckle. And so, you know, protects the wrestlers. Well, he took it off while the ref wasn't looking and exposed it. Savion, unfortunately, was the one who hit his head on it, and that caused Pillman to win. Now, Pillman had no idea this was going to happen, and we'll get to that in a second. But I'm kind of talking about Sergeant Ledbetter, of course. So I wonder if he's trying to recruit Pillman to the Army. I think more what it was is I think uh, he was trying to make Pillman lose. So, so he then he could cash in on Savion yeah. because at that point Savion was in a little bit of you know he was he was getting some offense in but I mean he, he had... was in after Dunkel. <laughs> okay, because Pillman so, was turned away. So unfortunately, like I said, during, yeah, he he had no he idea. He was turned completely backwards, and Savion was like right in front. Yeah, he had no but idea. He was, was injured. He was fuckered up. Well, he wasn't injured, but yeah, I mean he was. He, but like he was. Either, was neither one of them could pay attention to what was. They had no idea. That, yeah, they had no idea. <laughs> they had no idea Sergeant Ledbetter was no, doing they this. They had no clue what dipshit so was So Savion hit his head onto the turnbuckle, and then there was a suit, and then it was over. But Pillman, then after the match was over, realized what had happened, and he was not happy about it. He said, "Look, I wanted to win, but I could. I didn't want to win this way. This is ridiculous." Well, he should have went out there like Ledbetter, mm-hmm. and he would have been fine. Angry so, so afterwards, there was kind of this tense moment between the two. Going to be kind of interesting to see what happens here. Is Sergeant Lovett going to cash in his golden ticket opportunity to take on Brian Pillman in the future? No I one mean, knows. I don't remember exactly the day that he won, but I do know that you only have a year to cash in that golden ticket. So it, Which time is not is, far. Time is running out. So is he feeling a little bit desperate? I mean, we're going to get to see it here at uh, you know one of the upcoming shows. I mean, it's very interesting to see. The Second time him and Den- Denim wrestled, he had it still because he was trying to catch it on Denim. Yeah, he just won. But Denim accepted the challenge. With, that, so that without, was like, with, like the match, the show before he just won it. And then he tried to do it to Denim. Yeah. So he's only got like till the middle of the year to catch that. So it's going to be interesting to see, but that, that is something that happened. Like I said, you know, I know Pillman was kind of wrestling angry, and, but he didn't want to win this way. 
No, we said a lot about Pillman here, but there's one thing about Pillman. He he wants to win the right way. He didn't want to lead better than that. And after that, there was a hug of respect between Pillman and uh, Savion. So it's very interesting to see where this goes. I hope we get to see Savion back. It was it was great to see him wrestle live. Uh, he's great. He gave Pillman a run for his money, man. We'd love to have him back on the podcast, too. And let's be honest, if that exposed turnbuckle didn't, wouldn't have happened, I mean, Savion could have won. Been, match could have been completely different. So and Savion could have won if could have won had that turnbuckle not been padding not been removed. Yeah. So interesting stuff. Will Sergeant Lid better cash in? Who knows? But here is one thing. I have some I have more notes. Don't worry, I take a lot of notes. He's a noter. I am. I have a lot of free time here. So He's a midnight toker. So first <laughs> off, the next show, the Battle on the Border. You did did you miss this show? Have you never been to a Battle on the Border show? Or are you just waiting to see when the next show is? We have answers. Do you want entertainment? First off, do you want excitement? <laughs> do you want to be enthused? And do you want the wow factor? A battle on a board of professional wrestling. Someone, I gotta take a drink. Keep going. The best professional wrestling group within a tri-state area. You'll never find a better one like it. Oh yeah, speaking of that denim, um, I don't know if you've heard, but it's uh, rumored that WWE might be going up for sale. So just keep that in mind. I and, wouldn't buy them. <laughs> so WWE is washed up. So anyway, the next <laughs> show. Make sure first off, real quick, go to Battle on the Border or go to Facebook. Go to Battle on the Border Pro Wrestling. Follow them, like them, so you can get all these updates without me being the one to do the updating. You do the updating. He's got a weak bladder. Weak immune system and weak bladder. <laughs> so, so anyway, the next show is going to be... Ow! Oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck, dude. So the next show is going to be... Hey, turn that light. I didn't hit you that hard. Thank you. It was a while. Go piss. <laughs> New The next show, February 18th. New beginnings going to take place at the Morrow Arts Center in Morrow, Ohio. Uh, Battle on the Border, second class of Hall of Famers is going to get inducted. That includes Jeremy Blevins, Hardcore Heather Owens, and franchise Shane Douglas. Excuse me, franchise Shane Douglas. There will also be, earlier in the night, there will be the second annual Jeremy Blevins Memorial Tournament. It's a basketball tournament. The proceeds go to college funds for his two nieces, Kaylee and Paisley, and his nephew, Carter. And uh, so you can go to Battle on the Border uh, Facebook's uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Facebook, and you can get more information there. It'll feature also the first ever Brandon Blevins Invitational. It's going to be an annual four-person, uh, one-night tournament. The winner must win two hardcore matches in order to win, and the title will be on the line. The hardcore title will be on the line, and Hooks is the first opponent who has been submitted to be in the tournament. So this is going to be very exciting. Moro Arts Center, we're going to get a new hardcore champion. We're going to have multiple hardcore matches. It's, uh, it's going to be very, very exciting. So make sure you come to the Moro Arts Center and uh, we'll get to see that. Then the next show, March 25th, is going to be Night of Champions at River Ed River's Edge in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going to be Team Battle on the Border versus Army of Destiny. Again, Army of Destiny. Consists of Sergeant Ledbetter, Craven, Bomani, and the fourth person, the Masked Man. Will he be unmasked? Technically, we don't know yet, but we will find out who the Masked Man is very potentially on that show. They will be taking on Team Battle on the Border. You made me jump. Scared the, <laughs> you're scared the fuck out of me. I, well, I can't hear. I can't hear what's going on out there. I even have to crack the door a little bit. <laughs> it's going to be so. team battle on the border against Army of Destiny. Now, I wrote down some potential people who I would like to see on team battle on the border. Real quick, though, since you just rejoined us. Hello. Going back real quick. Had to go to the blur. Uh, what? And then do the blur. Oh, 
Um, how do you feel about the first ever Brandon Blevins Invitational where it's going to be a lot of hardcore matches? We're going to uh, Hoax has been involved. He's been confirmed to be involved. There's going to be a couple of other members. I don't know, five. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Four, per, four. There's going to be three other people. Sorry, I can't do math. I think three. it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that's your that's your thing. That's my wheel horse. Gonna, <laughs> that's that's my shit. It is his wheel horse. Love that shit. I'm, uh, that's I'll gonna take be staple in the head. What the fuck? That's gonna be the show that you're super excited about. Then again, Team Battle on the Board, March 25th, Night of Champions, Rivers Edge, Cleves, Ohio. Team Battle on the Board versus Army of Destiny. I wrote some people down. These are not people who are actually in the match. We make that very clear. Disclaimer: These are just suggestions that I am making to Denim, who is watching and currently recruiting his team. Yes, I have, of course, Denim. Yeah, I would suggest Paxton Callaway. Yeah, big guy. Hooks, why not? Hooks is a dangerous man. I mean, he has I, – I wouldn't want to face Hooks. No, you need Hooks. And then I also wrote Justin Xavier down. Super Oprah. Super Oprah. That's would another, be a good one. That's I think Super Oprah should be in there. That's another great, that's <laughs> another great one. I, I, in fact, I like that even more. So it should be – Especially since Justin Xavier's wrestling later on in the show, which we'll get yeah. to in a second. So it should be Denim. Paxton Callaway, Callaway, Hooks, Hooks and Super, Super Oprah. That's our prediction. Again, not <laughs> confirmed at all. No, that's, very just, clear. that's what I, the whole predictions. Yeah, it's a hope. And real quick before we get into anything else, final prediction, who do you think the masked man is? We have no clue who the masked man is. Now, I don't want you to go into any, uh, you can say a name, don't say why, just say a name. Dirty Dax. Okay. I'm thinking Dirty still, Dax ain't wrestled in a while. I'm still thinking Dirty Dax. Jaden Jet possibly. I'm just throwing it out there. I know he wrestled earlier. I know, I know he won a title, but there's some, some Spectre Enterprise stuff going on. I'm just saying it could be it could be anybody. We don't know. We have no clue. It could be somebody you've never seen before. It could be anybody. The Daxi Taxi is Izzy. Okay, that's enough of that. Now next, <laughs> next one goes by. Next, I know, I know. You <laughs> say Itty. Um, next, next match on the March 25th card going to be the Golden Ticket. Uh, Rumble, 20 people are going to be in it, and the winner, again, gets 365 days to cash in for a match of their choosing. Sergeant Ledbetter currently holds it. We'll see what he ends up doing with that golden ticket. He tried to cash in against Denim. Denim said, no, I'll just face you for free. Hey, he's going to straight up. He and, uh, so now it's going to be interesting to see who wins this. Any predictions of who you think is going to win? Uh, I mean, we don't even know who the entrants are. We have no clue, so let's just know, take a guess. If I'm I had gonna... a guess, it'd be Hooks. I don't know why, but... Hey, I mean, why? If not? he gets a chance, he's going to win. Right? Why not? I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead and say search. I want you think search hurts. That or hurts. Avery hurts. Hurts yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I or like those. Justin two. Xavier. Yeah, Justin Xavier. I like those two. I Man, like there's those. so many. So many options. I well, mean, it, I makes it hard. I was going to say I, it could be. Uh, hey, it definitely ain't going to be fucking Carson Stupid Drake. <laughs> that dumbass ain't going to win. No, Jesus. The only, the only place that that dumbass wins. Did you notice he since he rests? Whoa. And I don't know how he does that. Well, there's a lot he's of, not good. A lot of cheating going on there. But he's just not good. Go watch our review. The I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how the hell he wins, but the only time he wins is since he wrestling. I don't know how. Uh, he has a lot he's of help not with that him. good. He has help with him. But he clearly he sucks in battle on the border. I don't you know. And he probably should retire. We're going to get sued. We're going to get sued by his. I would love to speak board. to his agent or his lawyer that sued. I haven't talked to yet. He Well, we've been dodging him. I have not dodged a single time. I have. He's been I emailing not. us, and I told him we're trying to cool it down. Or he has not emailed not. us because I have control of W Podcast. Uh, no, he emailed, emailed too, me, and I have not received it. He's been emailing me. You my, your email in, my Twitter, in my Twitter bio, I have my email for inquiries of the podcast. He must have found it. He's been emailing me, and we've been dodging. We've been dodging. You're dodging it. I'm gonna message him. I don't. We don't. We don't need a lawyer. I'm gonna message him. We don't need a lawyer. No, no, no. We don't. I'll message him. Oh no. 
Let's move on before we get into more trouble. I'm tag just, title match. There's a tag title match, that, uh, Darren, on the March 25th show. Yes. Cons. Iron Rob Conway and Justin Xavier, current tag team champions, are going to be mm-hmm. taking on Madman Fulton and Congo Kong of Spectre Enterprise. Any prediction for that match? Yeah. We yeah. have Conway. Tag team champion. Oh, Conway and Justin. Yeah, you, yeah. Conway and Justin Xavier are going to retain the titles. Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah, they're going to keep their titles. But Specter Enterprises is not going to be able to retain theirs. But I got to tell you, theirs. I got to tell you that that tag team of Fulton and Congo Kong. That's a serious tag team. You're what you should be afraid of is not the tag team, Bobby Fulton. <laughs> it's not their lousy. Whoa. Excuse of a manager, hmm. which you should be afraid of. David Born Spectre. It's the fantastic freaking Bobby Fulton is who David, they should be afraid of. I will say that uh, David Born Spectre better be watching out. If he thinks he's going to be inter- intervening with uh, fantastic Bobby Fulton in the picture, listen, old son, you better run. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Real quick, thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed um, in all seriousness, it was a great night. Uh, we went to an after party. There was a lot of stuff. We'll get to that Woo, in the future. The future. Party. We'll get to that in future episodes. Celebrating New Year with the best battle on a border crew ever. We did. And uh, I, I highly suggest you guys start going to after parties. There's wrestlers there. There's fans there. It's a community. It really is a community. And uh, thank you to everybody who showed up. Again, thank you for everybody who gave us praise when we came in. We're absolutely nobodies. And we did hear some cheers. And that's, uh, hey, we're still human. It is. And it's reassuring. It's, well, it, I, know, I know it is. But I'm just saying. So we're still a body. It's, re, it's reassuring. There's nobody to everybody. No, no, I'm just saying it's reassuring. To you. So thank you. And also make sure you come out to Battle on the Border on February 18th and March 25th. I wanted to make 100% sure I had those dates right. Also. I'm going to be throwing Derek through a table on this podcast next week. <laughs> For those of you that were watching uh, Monday Night Football this this past week, uh, we all know if you're Bengals fans or Bills fans or just watching the Or just a football fan. Uh, we, yeah, you got to see what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Um, prayers to him. As of recording this, he is actually talking now. Yeah, and uh, off this, uh, he's 100% breathing on his own. Yeah, the feeding tube was taking out. To taken out. Uh, he is talking now. Uh, one of the first questions that he actually was able to write was who won the game. Nothing but respect for this guy. It he was, won the game? Yeah, he won. <laughs> he the won doctor, the game. The doctor said he won the game of life. He did. Absolutely. And he wanted to make sure that in the uh, description below, you can actually donate to his foundation that went viral. I'll be posting the link to that. <coughs> Pretty sure also, that amount was only like 2500 He was. He was going and for It's over multi-millions of dollars. Yeah, it's over. Last I seen, I think it was over five. I want to say something like that. Um, it was a lot. Fantastic because it was for the kids and toys. Toy, it was a toy drive for his mother's daycare, through his mother's daycare. So uh, link will be in the description for that. If you can donate anything absolute, at all, uh, please do. Uh, we will. I will. Um, Mind so. you, Derek gets to keep his mullet. He keeps his beard. He keeps his eyelashes. Yeah, I get to keep everything. And I'm I'm going to grow it out this year. It's going to be He's magnificent. The only one that it's going to be absolutely <laughs> magnificent. His mullet is going to be the most magnificent mullet you've ever seen. Also, in the link in the description below, we have uh, someone we went to high school with who had a uh, very bad accident on the uh, – I won't get into the specifics. You can read the story in the yeah, link in the description below. Um, but we would love for you to donate to her – can you move the screen? We would love for you to donate to her uh, cause – I uh, won't get into it. Like I said, if you want, if you want to donate, uh, please just at least read the the, the story yeah, just below. Check it out. 
Um, it's a lot to explain. So it's, it's hard to explain in a short amount of time. And I don't know how much they want this public because I did not talk to the family at all about this. I just wanted uh-huh. to, because we donated, I wanted to make sure that we put it out there so other people can. So please go to the description. And not only when you're there, you can find the, DeMar, the link for DeMar Hamlin's uh, foundation, this GoFundMe for uh, the lady that we're talking about that we went to school with. And also, uh, you can find our link tree there where you can find all of the audio episodes. And if you're listening on audio, you can actually find our YouTube there. So make sure you click the link tree. You can subscribe to us on all these different uh, social, all these different podcast pages. We're, we're on, on Spotify. We're, <laughs> on, <laughs> we're on Spotify. We're on Podvine. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on I Google Podcast. Pod, Podvine is, but we are on it. <laughs> we're, on it. we're on it. That's the most important thing. You can also follow us on Instagram at the double underscore D underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DJ Dub Zero Zero. Sometimes I tweet about wrestling. I tweet about other things too. You can also find us on TikTok, DWB Podcast One. Uh, I'm actually starting to re-upload things again. Finally, yeah, so that's nice. Like we're like we're still behind. Yeah, we're, we very got behind. It. we're very behind. I like to just take like one clip, post it on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, I'm wanting to get. Some, I know somebody who was our editor in the past. Who I kind of want. To be our social media manager. The struggle that has become. I hope that our social media gets better because of this. So we'll see. But that's all in the future. There's a lot of cool things planned for this podcast coming up in the next couple of months. So make sure you stay tuned. We also have a Facebook page that I don't ever post at. Nobody podcasts. I think. Nobody podcasts and crew. (laughs) I think and crew. Yeah, somebody podcasting. And if you just love me. The star, the greatest person. Without me, the Doubledy podcast would not be a thing. Well, so if you just, just love me, it would just be the single the podcast, and it would not get as good as use. Okay, but if you just love me, go ahead in there and add my snap. It's not on a link tree because I'm not special enough. I don't have my Twitter on there either. It's Darren. One. I don't have any one. of our social medias on. I want to make that clear real quick. No social medias are on there. It's all audio and video. All right. One, Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, one, one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nobody at him because his head's getting too big. It's like Brian Pillman's. I'm going to make it bigger. <laughs> he's getting too big. He thinks he's the star. But you can also email us. We're just trying to remember. <laughs> now I'm trying to figure out why our email is so dry. Yeah, why is it so dry? Why are our comments I, so I don't dry? even know why I give the email out. They're not going to... Well, you just give it out just to be safe. You sure? We might have one person watching. We might email us. Just try one more time. All right, one more all, right. Time. all right. We'll give it out. It's podcast 123 at gmail.com. Please don't make me waste my breath. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and remember also while you're down there in the description, you can go to w.gg, use the code double D podcast. I'm not going to spell it out again, but double D podcast. You can get 10% off your order. That's how you spell W. Yeah. So make sure you get there. You can go find See, the link I thought in the description. Be. You can find the link in the description and our code. Make sure you stay tuned. First episode of 2023 went off without a hitch. Long episode. This was a long ass episode. Well, that's because this is the best goddamn double D podcast episode we provided. It's. <laughs> what? It's uh, gonna, what did you say? Uh, it's going to get better. Uh, it's going to get better from here on out. It can only get better. Nothing going to stop. It's going to all the way up. All right, I'm going to flip this table and destroy dirt or this table. My, neighbor, so, my, neighbors, are, my neighbors are so going to like wonder why there's so much loud noise. Well, they'll find out. <laughs> Hopefully they watch. All right, see you guys next time, next week.
Hit that, clean, end that audio. I don't want to talk on the microphone anymore. We're going to go find out who this masked man is. Let's go figure it out. Who's that playing?